Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, I have been watching uh, stock market TV all day. And I got to tell you, the stock for SNSTM is plummeting, girly. Because (laughs) I'll tell you why. why. Because we are like episodes away from the end of Dawson's Creek so it is in the trash so people are just gonna stop listening immediately I mean okay so you know how like graphs I know how graphs okay you know graphs like I do I do understand graphs it goes up it went up it was up and now it's starting to plummet down the trajectory is very scary we're in dire straits, it sounds do like. Do not put your money in SNSTM. Okay, maybe I think do. we need to consult someone who probably knows more about stocks than we do. I know shit. I know absolute shit. <laughs> also, yeah. I'm pretty sure most stock acronyms only have three letters. So the fact that we got five, I feel like we're doing well. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just S90s. Are you allowed to have our s 90 S90. Are you allowed I think to you're only numbers? allowed to have letters. Oh, well, we need a consultation. Okay. Well, do you want to introduce our consultant that okay. we brought on? Now, if you were here last week, you heard my announcement that I am in love and I am in love with our guest today. 
and 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 it's it's Adam H. Adam H. Hi. 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 I how's just, it going? I just want to say <laughs> to to both of you ladies who are of of you know uh, equal amount of schmoopiness here and just hates this so much here. I just want to say last you know a couple of weeks ago I had sex with a beautiful woman and <laughs> I just want to say this really shouldn't have happened. She was way out of my league and you know. I like to think that, like, maybe I'm, like, a fairly handsome guy, but I'm really not that handsome. And I like to think that I'm pretty good in bed, but, like, I'm not that good. So, like, how you could are. something like that happen, you know? <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited oh, for this podcast. I just want this podcast to end already. And it has just started. We literally just started, and I'm already, like, I need to take my headphones off. Um, uh, Jessica, you got to lean in. When I saw that scene in this episode, I got so excited because I just knew what I had to do. Like, I knew what needed to be done here. Did you have to? I think I did have to. I think I did have to. Why can't we profess our love? Okay, everyone is gagging. I hope you know I'm just that. Referencing everyone the listening episode, to this, Jess, I just am referencing it off. how good God. of an episode this is. I mean, it was this episode is honestly trash. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's totally fine. Uh, we're here talking about Catch-22, Season 6, Episode 20 of Dawson's Creek. Goodness yeah. gracious, we're getting so freaking close to the end. Uh, it's unbelievable. And, gosh, uh, we say goodbye to Eddie this episode. Again. Uh, again. Uh, we see the, um, what we thought, she's a reporter, slash we thought she was an undercover FBI, uh, head bitch undercover, I think is HBUC. We see her again uh what what are we doing here david and jack inexplicably just break up okay sure um sarah this episode is a, it's a thing it happened a lot of things happened i think or nothing happened or everything <laughs> happened and nothing good happened but some good stuff happened i'm not quite sure i think it's another setup episode obviously pc storyline is the main interest however it's really what is going to be Dawson's reaction, which I yes. don't think we're going to get till at, at least next episode. Which is well, like, yeah, the, the end of this episode is like he's waiting outside Dawson's house, so like presumably okay, yeah, he so tells him next that. episode. That's what I want to see. Like I would have done an entire episode of just Pacey fucking up with the stock market and telling Dawson, and then having them like start punching each other's faces oh again. i can't wait to get more punching next episode pacey punching. punching yeah we love a punchy pacey he's, he's back very punchy there's a twitter account that's called pacey gets punched <laughs> and... <laughs> adam likes that yeah, one wait, hold, hang on a minute. Let <laughs> yeah me just, what's the uh... twitter handle there uh, i think uh, it's pacey gets punched i got a incredible he I, <laughs> they, they follow us and they like our stuff sometimes so oh, that's fun yeah shout out shout to out you to um and yeah i mean that's Pacey's specialty is punching and getting punched now um I don't know I mean like Adam did you how are you feeling about this season how you, I how are you feeling about this episode that we have brought you on to obviously it's I think we bring you up bring you in for breakups a lot of the times so you're like the breakups because he's the dance guy but he missed the dance, dance episode well, you were at the dance season. But no, but you were at Pacey. Whenever Pacey has a breakup or Joey has a breakup, you're usually here, right? Isn't that the rule of thumb? 
Honestly, I have no idea. I just come okay. on whenever well, whenever Jess tell tells to. me that I'm going to yeah. be here. That's usually Fair what enough. happens. And I yep. think there's probably some consultation with someone else. But I, like, I don't know. I'm never involved in that. Tom Palmer anything. is usually the one who d- does the recommendations because I don't watch ahead and he does. So he's able to be like, this is one you should have Adam on for. Yeah. And I would just I would just be curious. Um, why am I here? What? If, what, if, what probably what? because Pacey looks bad. And Pace, like you like, like when Pacey looks bad. That's a, I mean, that is a great point. I do like when Pacey looks bad. I am notoriously anti-Pacey. I have been basically from the start since he was having an affair with with the teacher woman, Mrs. Whoever. I have Tammy. hated him. Oh my god, what a terrible Little name. Tammy. Um, not even a good name too. Like <laughs> really, like what are we doing here? I don't think um, you can. You can't make Tammy sound sexy, but you can make Tamara sound sexy. I don't. Can you? Yeah. Was that your definition of like a sexy tomorrow? That was like a 50% effort. Okay. 50%. What would be, what would be 100%? Give me like, the 100%. Okay, sexy. okay, okay, okay. It's like it's like tomorrow. Oh. I've never See, been less Sarah turned on it. in my life. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm not upset to hear that. Well, no, <laughs> okay, Jess. Fair, fair enough. I mean, damn, just hit me right where it hurts. Okay. Um I don't know. Like Pacey always looks bad in so many ways. Like I just simply do not understand the Pacey love in the show. Like I, I just don't get it. You're telling it. me and you like, didn't cheer when he punched Ronaldo? No, I don't like when people punch other people. Ronaldo sucks. He deserves to be punched. Ronaldo yeah, Adam... sucks. He does deserve to be punched. I don't want to. Be, I don't want Pacey to punch him. Like I, I want like a piano yeah. to drop on his head as he's walking along. Oh, that's like, very uh, comical. You know, okay. Like, I, I don't want like a person to just like get so violent and active. I feel like I'm like not a very violent person, and I'm not like rooting for that. I mean, I'm not a violent people. person, but like sometimes people just need to be punched a little bit. Jess, I don't. I don't know that I would like. I don't know. Are you trying I, to say I am a violent person? I think person? that, like, I don't, I don't know. I'm just putting stuff out there into mm-hmm. the world and seeing what happens. Okay. I don't know. Because we need a Twitter poll. <laughs> so, so Here most, we go again. Who's the most violent out of us three? Okay. Yeah. Who's the most violent out of us three? I might okay. get chosen I think here. it is you. I might get chosen. Do you not th- well, like, do you not think it's you? Like, do you think it's one of us two? Sarah has been talking about arm wrestling a lot recently. Sarah loves to talk about arm wrestling. Sarah has possibly accidentally forcefully set down her phone in ways that have broken it before. And I have not done that. Yeah. Feels forcefully, kind of violent. Forcefully dropped my phone. Forcefully dropped okay, However. Is okay. So, okay. This is the thing. It was forcefully. Okay. So, she drops everything. Is the that's but the, it was it was a forceful. Okay, this is what happened when I accidentally <laughs> dropped my phone forcefully. I have an amazing coworker who I love dearly. Mm-hmm. But before I took Zoloft, I was <laughs> very unzolofted oh, no. and oh, oh boy, I doxed him. Okay, so he okay, so he calls me about t- nine to twelve times a day, yep. and sometimes he calls me right after I hang up with him. And sometimes it's really annoying. And before I was Zolofted, it was even more annoying. So I forcefully dropped my phone after like the ninth time I got called in a day. I've never done that is all I was going to say. So now I've. If that matters. I've hmm. lost the love of my life. Oh, right. (laughs) leaving me immediately he's judging me immensely 
so dramatic. Um, no, I've just <laughs> never, I've never called anyone that much or been called that much by anyone except for Sarah. Like that's it. Oh. Um, so <laughs> I don't know. Like I'm not throwing my phone on the ground ever. No, I don't do that anymore. I just okay. Okay. So you're saying that like maybe you're the most violent of the three of us is like what you're trying That's to what say. I was saying. Oh no, I was not saying that. That's what I was saying. Anyway. I think there's a world where I'm the least violent of the three of us actually. <sighs> that might be true. I'm starting to feel kind of violent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah, we, yeah. That tracks. That all tracks. In time. Oh yeah. Listen, I've said it once and I'll say it again. Don't fuck with a fire sign. That's what I will say. You don't want to get on their bad side because bad things happen. Like Especially you saying that is music. more violent than anything I've done in the last year. Like that's yeah, that's right a there. scary, sis. I'm. It's meant to be scary. You're now. You're actively threatening us. <laughs> you're just actively threatening everyone who oh, listens. No, I'm saying. I'm saying everyone, not just you. Oh, okay. okay so the threat is broader. It's not even just us. It's not even personalized. It's like very broad. Threat. Okay, it's more this of a broad is... threat. This is so upsetting. We're 10 minutes in and we haven't even like touched this episode is stupid, Jess. This episode is so dumb. Well, maybe we should actually talk about it and we'll see how dumb it is. Yeah. Um, all right, let's let's talk about catch 22. (laughs) Why don't we? Uh like we start out with PC and he's with HBUC, the head bitch undercover, who turns out to just be kind of just a plain ass reporter. Wait, how do we know that though? We don't have any confirmation exactly. But you know, I mean, because she hasn't like brought the FBI in to take down numbers incorporated. It's because she has to okay, she has to absorb the information. She is still fishing, actively fishing for information. Oh, that's why she's fucking pacey. Exactly. (laughs) And okay, she's either the FBI agent. Or, once again, she's an undercover investigative reporter, and she is trying to, once again, sleep with Pacey to get information about Numbers Incorporated. And I know this to be true, because at one point in time, I was an undercover investigative reporter for eBay. So Who were you sleeping with to get information oh, on eBay? Oh, my Lord. No, Sarah got a perfume that was not the correct one that she ordered. And so she had to talk to eBay about it. And because she, she had a whole YouTube video on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Adam recently saw that video for the first time. And you I stayed have... with Sarah after that. that correct. Video. Yeah. No, correct. Wow. That's right. Yeah. All right. Is that, like the, is that the true sh- sign for you, Jess? Kind like, that's, of. Kind yeah, of. That's what it does. I've seen that. You're yeah. like, oh, not, this, this not, is Sarah. Okay. Would it even impress you more? Not only did I like watch it, I also had to give my immediate reaction to Sarah and her friend who was there like in real time. This like, isn't was, surprising. None, none of that. Like it was really like it put Adam on blast. Hopefully you react yeah. correctly or else you're in trouble. Oh, one here. time Sarah put me on speakerphone around all of her friends and made me guess which ones of her friends were there as they listened to me trying to guess who was there and to see if i could remember their names oh my god oh, that's just, you're that welcome. was my um, i think that was my past birthday yeah it was i definitely just you know for anyone who's listening i uh don't think i need to play that game i would be very bad at it oh um, i was bad at it you we both are notoriously terrible with names yeah so. truly um yeah my problem with this opening here and why i think that this reporter is just a plain boring reporter and not anything like more special or like fbi undercover is because usually when you're in a situation where you're trying to investigate something or get to the bottom of something you're like you know be be this hbuc you're trying to find like fraud or people doing things that are wrong so they can benefit from them 
all that you're gaining by sleeping with Pacey is sleeping with a dumbass who doesn't know anything and is not gaining yeah. anything. But he's not like <laughs> making important decisions. Think- he doesn't have. He has the opposite of inside information. He he doesn't know shit. He has no idea what's coming down here. You don't sleep with the errand boy who doesn't know anything. I think the thing is though. I think what she if if she, I've been watching a lot of billions and billions talks a lot about insider trading. All right, uh-huh. and if that's what she thinks is going on, which does seem to be like what they're trying to investigate is insider trading pacey would be the one that you'd want to try to manipulate because you're right he doesn't know what's going on so he will maybe possibly slip up and tell you information which he does do later in this episode but the problem is she doesn't immediately call the feds in to go because she can't because the information is wrong like she doesn't even know pacey's like i'm putting all this whatever money into step attack or whatever i don't even doesn't even step attack yeah step attack whatever it is and it's like wrong he he's an outsider trading yeah he's he's the eyes he fucked it up he done fucked up he's such an idiot so and also sarah we need to like briefly mention just Mm -hmm how bronzed hbuc is like she looks like she's lived in florida for the past five years either that or she just has a lifetime supply of uh san tropez self-tanner that so much she's well, mittening up no. every single night no no you know what it is it's the oh. early 2000s girly <gasps> she's actually tanning she's in the tanning bed Ew, have you a tanning bed that? Have you ever been uh, in the tanning bed? I, no. Yeah. Never in my life have I been like, hey, let me yeah. roast my fucking skin off. Sounds So in great. high school, in high school, you – I didn't do it that often because I burned every single time I tried it. But you would go to the tanning bed with your friends and then you would like go in and then you would get this little sticker that you would put on your body to see how much you tanned. And you were like – 16 17 years old with a fucking playboy bunny sticker that you would put on your hip in the tanning salon to see how, how many of these people now have skin cancer like how many of them are leather 110 percent of them yeah. and we would what we would do is walk from the high school all the way to the tanning salon because we didn't have cars yet and then we would tan but i only did it a few times because once again like i burned every time i did it and i was on the Ugh. lowest setting so you d- i just want to clarify here you put playboy bunny stickers mm-hmm. on like your ass as you were like tanning essentially you? yeah essentially to see I how mean, tan you would get yeah or this is like a, a normal heart, thing a heart just, like, or... this doesn't sound like it a- <laughs> i was gonna say because no, what is. it sounds like is you went over to the playboy mansion a couple times no. a month and mm-hmm. were like no, time okay. to tan. You have to remember, I am a Jersey girl through and through. Remember what the 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 Oracle said: Jim Tan Laundry. Yeah, from the Jersey Shore. Yeah, Jim Adam Tan Laundry. No idea. I, I have never seen a single. Oh, you know, know what? Jersey Shore. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's, it's fine. fine. You're yeah. better off for it. So yeah, HBUC is tanned for the golds. Uh, meanwhile. Joey and Eddie are like hanging out in her dorm room because he basically lives here now. And she's study, uh, studying up on Catch-22 for Hudson's class. Now, apparently she decided to take two semesters of Hudson's class. Why? Nobody fucking knows. She is a glutton for punishment, I, I guess. feel like this is some weird thing where it's the same class, but two just semesters. a year long. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Uh, and so they start talking about Catch-22. Has, I, I, I really doubt it, but have either of you read Catch-22? I have, you yeah. It's, it's been a while. We read it in high school. Oh, I, you, I was going to say, was it assigned reading? So, yeah. Okay. It was, like, on a list of potential. It wasn't, like, we, everyone in the class had to read assigned, but it was, like, one of, like, a mm-hmm. big list. But I, I could not tell you. Like, it's been too long, and I 
I'm yeah. not, I might have just spark nosed it to be honest. I mean, it, it's used in pop culture so much to the point where like you get the gist of it, even if you've never read it. It's all about it's like Sophie's choice. It's the same thing, right? You can't you can't win in a catch twenty two, mm-hmm. and they're basically having a discussion about like is the what is the hope of catch twenty two? Is there a, a positive outlook? Is there a negative outlook? And uh, Eddie kind of leaves Joey on a little bit of a cliffhanger, Sarah, of like, well, I have a surprise for you, but not until you're done with Hudson's class. I, I, okay. So gosh, I'm so split mind of this because I kind of hate it when somebody says I have something to tell you and then they don't tell you for like days or hours later. It's fucked. It's very anxiety inducing. However, I'm also the type of person that really loves like little treats or gifts as motivation for doing something that I really don't want to do. So the fact that he's like, if you study and do well, when you finish, I have a surprise for you. That sounds pretty okay. So I'm like, I'm like split. I'm split on this. Hmm. How would you feel, Adam, if someone did this to you? I mean, the number of times that you have done this to me, Jess, of, oh, I have (laughs) something, but I'm not going to tell you for a hot minute. Um, I like to do the eyes emoji. Yeah. 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 Like something coming up. And I remember not loving it any of the time. But like, the thing is, I either like am frustrated in the moment when someone says this or like 10 seconds later, I just forget and don't care. Yeah. Like I'm very good at forgetting things. <laughs> I'm really, really good at forgetting things. And so, you know, if, if, if like any amount of time has passed, I'll just be like, Oh, I don't, I don't care. It's fine. I think I would rather have it be like, okay, it's after the, 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 the class is over after the test is done. Then just give me this prize. Don't like, tell me about this prize. And then make me wait a day to get yeah. this prize. It's bullshit. Especially, uh, I, maybe it depends if it's something good or something bad. Like, I guess I don't mind waiting for something good. Like, I, I feel like I'm ultimately mm. less frustrated in the end if it's, like, something good. But then if it's something bad, I'm, like, doubly frustrated. Okay, this is what it is. I'm, you can say, I was surprised for you. Or I have something to tell you. As long, but I can't tell you now. As long as you follow up with, it's not bad. And then I'm like, okay, yeah. I don't care. Fair enough. Go yeah. forward. Whenever you want to tell me. Yeah, I think I agree with this. Uh, and in, in the middle of their whole conversation, Audrey comes in and it turns out because she had to go to rehab, she's going to have to make up class during summer classes. She's not happy about this. This is tragic. I am a summer school survivor and I know how this feels. Like in, in college or like you? <laughs> no, in high school. Oh, okay. Yeah. I failed English. Joey Potter is revolted at me. Because I chose not to do my assignments or read the books. Hmm. And I got sent to summer school. And it was like, imagine me, a young, innocent, naive Sarah, hasn't done a bad thing in her life Mm -hmm. with the ruffians. No offense. The ruffians. The ruffians. In suburban Jersey. Oh, yeah. That's the Jersey Shore part of it, Jess. Got it. Yep. Gin tan ruffians. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, like, I, but it scared me straight. It scared me straight because then senior year, I got high honor roll all four years. Wow. Or all four semesters. All four of the years that she was in for senior <laughs> yeah. year. That was no, it. No, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You figured it out. I was a super, super, super senior. Um, no, uh, the, you know, senior year, I got all straight A's, high honor roll, 
uh, all four marking periods. So it really scared me straight. So maybe a bit of summer school for Audrey isn't the worst thing. I mean, I did do some summer courses in college, but it was... It's not. This is summer school. You it's a big fail. difference. Yeah, because I also summer. did summer courses where, like, I was like, "How can I get ahead so I can?" That's what I did. I graduated. Not what this is. It's yeah. for losers and failures. Summer school. All right. Well, and she says this is all negotiable, so she's gonna go try it to not. negotiate this. There is no well, she does make an agreement at some point. We find out. So she did do something. Well, I guess she did something. Um. Then we have to pick up on this like Jack and David storyline, which. They really just, like, dropped a bomb on us last episode of, like, oh, suddenly there's tension and, like, it seems like Jack is, like, sabotaging this relationship or at least the show wants us to think Jack is sabotaging, which, like, realistically, if that's what he was doing, they did not give us enough to point to that. It, he, like, goes to David at this at the help center to try to, like, make up with him, but David gives him the chilliest, coldest shoulder, Sarah, basically, like, not giving him the time of day. I gotta be honest with you. I just think that David's the problem here. I don't. If he can't get over it, that's on him, in my opinion. I, I kind of just feel like David's gaslighting Jack into thinking that his commitment issues. I think like David is like, you have commitment issues. You don't like me. You don't want to be in a relationship. So much so that Jack is like, is this true? Is this really what I'm about? Do I not want to be in a relationship? I don't think that Jack was really. On- I mean, honestly, we have no clue. They have not told us what was going on with Jack at all. So I don't know. But from what I've seen, he was just trying to live his life with David and talk to some guy that sat next to him. No, no harm, no foul. Some harm, some foul. A little bit of harm, a little bit of foul, I think, is like where this is, right? Like... I don't know. I, I think it's certainly being blown out of proportion. But like, if we go back to the the other terrible episode where they're like saving seats for each other, and he just let him sit in the seat and like had no and like yeah, didn't I didn't even, like that. He, and it was like the response to it too. When um, I'm so bad with names. I'm so David. Sorry. When David like shows up and Jack isn't like, oh hey, like this is your seat. Like we were just you know like this is why this is like who the seat is for. Like there was no like follow up to that. And I just feel like. I don't know if you want to offer him the seat like temporarily and have the conversation. Okay. But like when your partner gets to the seat, like you should like make it clear, like you were saving the seat for them and like not have it be like a big thing. I don't know. Like, I don't think it needed to be this big of a thing, but both of them are like kind of children and did not like act appropriately here. That's where that's where. Okay. So uh, last episode, I was more on David's side of like, Jack shouldn't have done what he did and he should have apologized after. And then it kind of blew out of proportion. This episode, I am very much team Jack where I feel like Jack is being, the bigger person he's being the adult in the room saying can we please just stop sniping at each other can we have a conversation can we please talk can you meet me at hell's kitchen all of this feels very much uh like mature mature relationship stuff if i was jack here and i said these things and was being a mature person and i was met with like cold shoulder passive aggressive nonsense bullshit i would be like fine we're done because i'm being an adult now i'm pissed because you're acting like a child. And that's very much the energy David was giving me this episode. Absolutely. I love David. I thought I loved David, but I do not like how David is treating poor Jack. His his life is hard enough. You know, he doesn't have any passions in life. He doesn't, he doesn't like even school. know Graham's is sick. He doesn't he doesn't know anything. I don't even know. I think that he's so terrorized by the events on that plane. And final destination. <laughs> that 
is still haunting him to this oh day. God, Final Destination. Yeah, yes. yeah. That I mean, <sighs> that was. I mean, to be honest with you, that was fun to watch. Uh, Curse that was fun. That. Uh, so yeah, like we, he's gonna give it a go. Um, we now see Pacey giving a very similar speech <sighs> to the speech that Ronaldo gave on Pacey's first day as an intern, and it was not shocking to see because I feel as though he's been ronaldo's little like you know protege for a while but also it's like okay so now you're just like a big douche just like ronaldo and he's bragging about sleeping with the fbi agent girl and just a whole bunch of shit but it's 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 really interesting to see nearly an identical speech to the one that ronaldo gave this is the guy this is the guy that everyone loves this is him indeed yes this is your pacey yeah. Come on. Give me a break. Give me a break. Six seasons of this guy? Please. <laughs> <laughs> and a movie. Yeah. yeah. And and he's like, so this is our first mention of also Step Attack, right? Because he's talking to Ronaldo about like, oh, uh, you know, or did we finally get the approval? Blah, blah, blah. So he's apparently the new Ronaldo. He has his own little mini Pacey's to boss around. Super exciting. Then we immediately flash to the next morning where like, him and HBUC are like in a little snug sesh in the morning. Uh, they've had a good evening of fucking, I guess. Whose apartment is this? I think this is supposed to be Pacey's, but it also doesn't look like there Pacey's is room. no way this is. Pacey's you know what? This apartment. comforter. This is not Pacey's comforter. Okay, it's her apartment, right? It has to be. So she brings Pacey into the home of which she has a relationship. And sleeps in bed with him? She said it was a long-distance relationship, so maybe that's okay. why. Okay, fine. So this I is agree. apartment. It is beautiful and, and tons of light, and I can just imagine all the plants are going to thrive there. I thought the same thing when I saw those big open windows. I was like, yeah. oh, my God, you could put so many so plants much, up there. Such good light. So Pacey is very distracted because he has to watch the stock market. What yes. channel is this? So the stock the stock market's open in the morning. Yeah, I know they ring the to bell. Check, yeah, <laughs> and he needs to check on the Stepatech stock to see if the FDA has done the has approved Stepatech to okay. see if the stock is now skyrocketing. What what channel does the stock market come? CNN? fucking no like, i'm not I mean, asking you jessica oh sorry adam what channel do you i mean watch i the stock market on? i definitely do not watch the stock market like ever but like if you wanted to like cnbc would probably be like the, the my way to go. favorite channel you could ever. do that one guy that gets up super early in the morning and like is very crazy like has a lot i forget his name but he's what about the bell what what about the bell it's very like tradition why ring the bell it's like you get the honor of ringing the bell it's like kind of a big deal well, I mean, they whenever like someone ceremonially opens the stock market in the morning, I yeah. really you know, I like work around this kind of stuff. I don't actually do anything with. Yeah, like, but you're. Well, what good are you, Adam? No, why did we invite it. you on this episode? <laughs> I mean, I'll Come tell on. you. What, I have no clue why. I'm here we should here. call in our our BFF Brenna. She would know way more about it. Honestly. Yeah. She doesn't uh, a lot closer. Do not her. call her right now, Sarah. So it's help probably, me God. She's sleeping. Honestly, it's a she it's might pretty be. late for her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would. I would. Do not. We don't. It's fine. We. It really doesn't matter that much because we do find out Pacey not only has invested like all of Dawson's money in Sepatech, but his own money as well. It seems like, again, this is where we get 
like kind of like not insider trading, but like Ronaldo has been pushing this to Pacey, who has then been pushing it onto all of his clients himself, Dawson, that like Stepatek is going to be huge. They have some sort of like flu vaccine, which was very, very triggering to hear about. And it was, it's going to be massive. And so they're waiting to hear if the FDA has approved it, but he gets a little bit sidetracked because uh, instead of getting to work on time, he decides, you know what? One more round in the sack with HBUC ain't going to hurt nobody. I, I think go forth and fuck good for them. Good for them all day. Is that all what they night. say in the church? Go forth and fuck <laughs> all day, all night. I think that or they should start it. I have no clue, Jessica. I'm just saying, let them have a good old bed day where they just stay in bed. She, this is where I got a little bit orgasms of orgasms aplenty. I get, I got a little suspect that maybe she was still undercover when she just like, cause they're just like, oh, the best fucking ever, like, oh, best sex ever, man. And then she like climbs on him. And I was a little bit like, okay, Wait. is she undercover? So you think you because she climbs on him, that's the because worst sex she ever? Was, what is no, the, because what's the threat here? She was like so enthusiastic about their sex. And this yeah. woman seems like a woman of the world. She has boyfriends. She has fiancés. Uh -huh. She has side pieces. Mm -hmm. And like, Pacey is the best sex you've ever had. I'm I, To be honest, that's a really good point. Yeah. Like you have this, all these other people that you've been having <laughs> sex with for so long. And then, like, this That's new young saying. guy comes around. You're like, oh, this is the best ever. It's hard to believe sometimes. Like, it definitely is hard to believe in those situations. Don't you think, Sarah? <laughs> no, I think that Pacey, the younger guy, for her is probably the best sex that she's ever had in her life. Moving on from that, we are at class. Joey has drank, like, seven cups of coffee. Eddie is a hanger-oner for whatever the fuck reason. We don't know why. Like, seriously, he's like, let's make out before your teacher walks in. Okay, I... Uh, Once again, go forth no, and make okay. out class. <laughs> also, I, just to go back to the go forth, there's, like, a go forth and multiply thing, but I, like, legitimately cannot tell you if that is a Star Trek thing or Let something. Let me see. From go forth and prosper. I want to see if it's church or it's Star Wars. Wait, is it prosper or multiply? What is the origin of the phrase, go forth and conquer? Well, that's a whole, well, I guess you, well, depending on how you have sex, like there's a whole, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't there's know. A, what, is from? it like go forth and multiply? Isn't that, is something in multiply? Oh, that... what, what does the Bible say about go forth and multiply? There yeah. it is. That's okay, the church so one. That, that's something churchy. And then what is Star Trek is, no, no, it's live long and prosper. That's the Wait, Star what the fuck is well, go forth is from the go forth and multiply. You're just combining. You're combining. It's Star Church for you is what this is. Star Church. That's Star what's Church. Going on. Star Church. Yeah. That's um, just Scientology, baby. Oh, oh no. Not Scientology. No. no. Oh, God. Um, uh, can I just yeah. say, I like Eddie. I have been Team Eddie from you the start. You can't like Eddie after this I episode. I do like Eddie. Are you I, fucking serious? I still like Eddie after, after this episode. I do not put the shit on eddie i simply do not i put it Please, on you broken up with someone via voicemail uh no but yeah, i have you're not I a have... complete fucking douche nozzle. admittedly though i have been broken up with via letter so and, and i'm sure you felt like wow what a fucking asshole Mm, I mean, yes, but like, that's not why, but it wasn't like they were like, oh, Adam, do you want to go spend all summer in Europe? Like going around? And I was like, 
well, what about the practicality of every? I don't know. Oh, that. we're gonna we're gonna talk about I, this whole situation. I hate this from Joey, and so I'm just gonna say right at the start here, I like Eddie. Everyone's always like, oh, discount brand of Pacey, like a worse of whatever brand of Pacey. Pacey sucks. If you get rid of the baggage from Pacey, and that that's how you get Eddie, I'm in. We take the worst parts away from Pacey and give them to Eddie. like it's this is perfect. I love Eddie. Why why can why can't Joey end up with Eddie? There's so much baggage with Joey and Pacey. I don't understand how eliminating that baggage and still getting someone of a very similar vibe that brings out the good sides of Joey is a bad thing. Because he like, this abandons feels like all the, her. He abandons her because she's the worst. She's well, the absolute that is worst. Besides the point. What do you mean? Just, that's the whole point. That's the whole point of everything. No, because you still wouldn't. I you can't just abandon people. Even I mean, unless they're like act, actively like very harmful people. Like, he very much is abandoning her without properly breaking up with her. Many times. This is the second time. All right, I'm only here to defend part of what he does this episode, okay? There That's all I'm here But to I do, do have a question for you, Adam, because yeah, we've please. been asking this, because yes. it is very important that we know, is Oliver Hudson attractive? I think so. Like, I think he okay. is. I think That's that, I like, the only problem that I have is that I genuinely feel like his hair is as much. wet as it gets 100% yeah. of the time. You can't yeah. run your hands through it at like all. Like if I would even like come close to touching it, I do feel like I would have to like wash my hands afterwards. Like, yeah. like I would really be struggling with that. So yeah, that's fair. the only downside. I have the same problem with it. Yeah. 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 It's a little oily, which also, is I fine. I feel like he's a little short. Is that, am I like way off there? I feel like he's We're a little Google short. This. I think Oliver we Googled it already height. and he was on the shorter side. He's Sorry. six one. Oh. oh, okay. Well then maybe okay. they give him some bad angles or put him up against some tall I mean, people. Well, well, no. well, no, Katie Holmes is very Katie tall. Katie Holmes is really tall. Oh, okay. So that could be that's what why. it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, they have four so, yeah. coffees between the two of them. That's a lot of coffee. I would be shaking. <laughs> Adam would not be shaking. Yeah, that's two trips to the Panera Sips Club. Like, what do you mean? Oh, that's all. Yeah. I not, not here. We I'm are not. Saying. But what do you mean? No, no, nine, no, nine, no, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I will interrupt you every time. Moving on. Hudson okay. arrives, and uh, of course, like Eddie, in all his infinite fucking wisdom, is like, hey. Me and this guy don't get along. In fact, I fucking punched him once. But I should go thank him for getting me into this program. Which, yes, he should do. Yes, you should. If he can fucking control himself. Which he cannot. He cannot. He... They, they're, they're just like those like two little roosters that like puff up their like chest feathers at each other they're like those beta fish that are male and like yes <laughs> yes that's exactly what the what fuck kind are. of analogies did you both just use right there they're You're two animal lovers and fish they're just yeah. two dudes what do you mean okay. do all dudes do this no you no. don't fight with any dude yet <laughs> I don't even know any dude. the The problem is they're both just like know it all, pig headed, stubborn guys. Yeah, and and yeah, Eddie goes over like, oh, I'd like to uh uh thank you uh uh, and he like says uh a bunch of times for helping me without school, and he's like, oh, you kind of thought maybe you'd like to thank me, and I was like, I would fucking punch this guy right now. (laughs) That was pretty condescending. I really that's a bottom one quality for me i hate condescending i don't like pretentious and that's hudson yeah he's an ass hudson 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 yeah uh like jetson with an h 
Got it. Great. So, Don't I care. Mean, we'll only have to deal with him a few more episodes. If he's Maybe. in the final episode, I will fucking kill everyone. He gets the full storyline. <laughs> it's like he and uh, Harley develop their friendship or their or friendship. Their <laughs> mother. We're just. Nope. Father, son. Nope. What are you doing? We're just, we're just moving. What are, we're just moving right past us. Is just threatens to kill everyone over someone being in an episode. Remember yeah. the? Do we have the poll? We have yeah, you want to know the update for the poll numbers? Because Jess just literally is like, I'm gonna kill everyone right now. If, okay. if, if one of like the more major characters this season is in All one right, of the episodes so, of this season. So far, we only have 11 votes so far, but that's okay. So, uh, should I go to- uh, bottom to top? Okay. <laughs> Bottom yep. nine with nine percent of the votes. Um, Sarah has nine percent of the violent votes. That's one vote. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure who it was. Um, uh, with eighteen percent of the vote, Adam, and then with guys, <laughs> yes, yikes, seventy three percent of the vote, Jess is the most violent so far. It's Leo season, <laughs> definitely Leo season. And if I had to guess, I would say uh, it was Navi who voted me the most violent because I think Navi is the only one that knows. Oh, that you threw your phone, or sorry, no, accidentally, no. forcefully put it down it was a drop uh, sorry the drop. the dropsies uh so whatever 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 who cares about hudson yeah and joey this? breaks it up she's like you two are fucking idiots so let's get away from each other break it up joey's like kind of rude and dismissive to both though like she's also like mean to the teachers like well whatever is like the best you're gonna get from this and then he's like you know goes forward it's like I don't know, Joey. Like, maybe we just, like... Joey's too close to this professor, right? She's babysitting his kid. She apparently is going to want him to be her mentor or guidance counselor. I can't. Advisor. Whatever. So stupid. Uh, And then we get Dawson, who's painting? It looks like he's painting a green screen, like, on his wall. The color was ugly. That's all. That's like the only thing that I had to say about that. Like the color is really gross, and I it do looked not like want this. The green in... that you would use on a green screen. I don't. I have no idea. I don't think he's making a green screen in his house. Like I don't think that that's what's happening here. But it's really it, ugly. It looks. But then gross. again, the orange that was there previously is also very ugly. Yeah. So... What if we use like some normal colors uh, in the painting, like eggshell, like anything that's not what was you know, the original colors? color of his room? I don't even know if this is his room. No, it's his room. It's his room. It is. I'm pretty sure. We're gonna have to go back. It was Hud- no. I'm. I'm, go- I'm already room going was back. Fucking orange all these years. Uh, no, he painted it. He painted it after he redid his room. Remember? It was orange. He I remember he hung it. up all the it's creeper like, photos. Yeah, it's like a brownish orange. Ugh, That's what he painted it as. It. it was. I wait. Oh God, where's his freaking room? I'm in the pilot. Okay. I can't tell. I can't tell. Well, while you're looking, yeah. While you're looking, uh, he calls Pacey because he's getting a little nervous. He has like thousands of dollars in the stock market, and he's like, you know what? I I have some expenses coming up. I could really use the money. And Pacey's like, no, hold out. There's this whole step attack thing, and you should hold out for a few more days. And Dawson's like, you know what? Sounds great. I got a couple credit cards that came in the mail today. Why not use them? Okay. Following the SJ Ferguson rule of finances, just don't do it. And another reason why maybe I'm too close to who Dawson actually is. This is a (laughs) terrible idea. I don't think 20-year-olds should have freaking credit cards. 
Um, that's how I got in trouble. I hate it all. And also Dawson's room was definitely green. So he's just painting it back to the color it was before. It was hmm. that color too. Ugh. It was just a gross color. It was just a color green. Yeah, it was green. Yeah, it's a bad color. Um, really hate <sighs> yeah. this from Pacey. Uh, I don't hate this from Dawson at all. I, I like. I think that Dawson is like doing what he thinks is right, and I think that like Dawson trusting his friend is fine because like it's not even that Dawson should trust Pacey that Pacey's gonna make him a bunch of money. Dawson should trust Pacey because like this is what Pacey does. It's his and job. If, like, yeah, yeah, it's not that like he's gonna make much money, but like Pacey should know like what the risks are and communicate them clearly properly like that is what you're supposed to do when you're in like a financial institution and like she's like no it's fine i like have this whatever information like it's gonna be fine like he literally says the words miracle flu vaccine over and over again miracle miracle that's what we're putting our faith in your pacey that's what you're trusting with the financial market <sighs> he's just so dumb and like a client comes to you saying i want to pull my money out of this risky investment and you're like no keep it in just risk any- it is there any liability from Pacey to know? Because like professional liability, possibly. I would. I'm not sure insurance wise. Because if, he says I want to pull, and Pacey kind of strong arms him to say no. He advises him not to. It's if, ultimately Dawson's decision whether or not to pull the money. He could say like Pacey, no, you need to, and then Pacey has to. But also, like, this is something that they probably have insurance for, for professional liability for PC's, like, exposures here. Yeah. But the thing is, it's the, the, it's such an obvious move. Again, like, I don't I don't do anything with stocks and all that stuff. But, like, truly, PC, if, if, if Dawson is that worried, PC should just pull out at least half his money and div- diversify his accounts a little bit more. And maybe throw some in stuff that is, like, a slow builder or, like, you know, very, very, like practical and not as risky but like is a little bit of a slow build and then some of the other money maybe put in some more riskier things but certainly diversify it don't put it all onto onto one specific thing when i mean i know he thinks this is a sure thing but like gosh he's been in this industry at least a little while now like he should know that there's no such thing yeah this is the problem like pacey is just actively bad at his job that we had been told that he was good at which is like yeah. why I'm so confused on like why Pacey is getting like any credit here from anyone because like this is so bad. Like, e- okay, even if it was going to skyrocket and like get approved by the FDA, okay, like it does go up for sure, but like that is like very risky. It's like high leverage, very risky situations. Whereas, like, I'm not going to give a lot of financial advice here. I like, I'm not like, that's not what I do. But like, the only things that you should be putting any like significant amount of monies in are in like index based funds, like ETFs, things that will like fluctuate with the stock market and grow as a whole in the big picture, not individualized stocks. If you're putting like any significant percentage of any portfolio into one individual stock, that's a terrible idea. That is terrible financial advice. Not a single financial advisor on this planet would ever let you do that and so like i just don't understand why we're constantly being told like oh pacey's so good at his job he's doing so good when all we see him doing is being a douche all the shit with joey being the assistant like i don't understand like every single thing he does at this job and every single other person at this job is the worst like i I just don't (laughs) get it there's no positives here I think that he's good at schmoozing. I think that's what it is. Like he's good because he's, good he's able. Yeah, like he's able to persuade his clients to get on board or to sell whatever. That's why he's good at his job. Like he's definitely a schmoozer. But in terms of being an advisor, no, like he doesn't know what he's talking about. And, and he I- made a major mistake here. And mm-hmm. I think that it's 
I mean, like he was worried when Dawson came to him about growing his money, about losing off his friend's money. And I just like hate that he got so, I don't know, confident, like, or not even confident. I would say, I don't know, arrogant that he just thought like, I don't know. I just feel so bad because I mean, it's, it's another thing. Cause like he lost all of his money too. Like he, yeah, he fucked up so bad here. And you, you're you're both right. He's been in this business for a while. He should know the consequences of this sort of thing and that there is no such thing as a sure thing. And he should know that. It's so – it honestly makes my stomach hurt, but it also is very expected. I knew this was going to happen. I just mm-hmm. – I hated it then and I hate it now. Like I hate that he lost all of his friend's money. Yeah. I hate that he lost his own money. Yeah, and, like, we'll see in the conversation with uh, Ronaldo later, like, I do think some of this is also on Ronaldo in terms of, like, training Pacey. Like, this is something that definitely should have been trained into Pacey, and maybe they did and he fucked it up, who knows? But, like, I don't trust Numbers Incorporated either, so I don't know. But let's go back to Joey and Eddie, who are having a nice long walk after she finished her test. She feels like she aced it, um, and so he's ready to give her the present. Now... <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jess, where are we going with this? Okay. My problem is not the fact that he gave her a backpack because listen, the backpack could be nice if you're like, we're gonna quote unquote backpack through Europe. Like, I, I get a it. Right? Sport. You're gonna need yourself a freaking... an actual backpacker's backpack. Yeah, exactly. But I like the idea of it. But my problem is he's just been walking around with this on his back the whole time. And so it feels Again, part of it is like the showmanship. Part of it is Pacey is the king of grand gestures. You know, like part of it is like wrapping the present or like, I don't know. I feel like, again, you could get away with not wrapping presents, I guess, like a certain while into your relationship if that's something neither of you care about. But like, this is early days, man. This is very early days in a relationship. And he gives her a backpack and she is just so unenthused about it. (laughs) I died because I thought it was so funny. Sarah needs her presence to be wrapped very often. I need my presence to be, I really like the. With the appropriate wrapping paper. I have an appreciation for a wrapped gift. It's one of my passions in life. Yep. Um, in addition to that, I don't like used backpacks as gifts. And I don't think that that's a I big know it was used. It was a North Face. That's a fucking expensive backpack. Hmm. Um. Okay. And you're in trouble. You're in danger, in, girl. I'm in trouble, especially because of like the reaction that I had to this scene. You liked the backpack. Okay. I have a way to elevate this gift, but go forward. Well, okay, so here's my problem. Go forward than fuck. My I'm so sorry, I could not. I think one of us needs to tweet that at some point. <laughs> it needs to be embroidered fuck. on a sweatshirt. Yeah, I'd wear that sweatshirt. I would I'd do. sweatshirt all throughout Europe. Are you kidding me? Oh my god. My <laughs> problem with this. Look. I loved the sentiment behind this. Okay. Just you're saying like, why is he wearing a backpack the whole time? I think that's so cute. Like to be walking around like with this gift that he's like gotten and like, you know, it represents like, oh, let's go backpacking through Europe. There's like the book inside. I was mortified when Joey uh, reacted. It was like, that's 
you got me a backpack like literally she was like you stupid fucking idiot like how <laughs> dare you get me this like peasant thing and like and he was like but like you know you should look inside first to see what's going on he wants to go travel the world with her and like get her this thing and like the book and it's like such a nice little gesture of just like let's go travel together and have an amazing summer and like do this and it's like a simple thing because the book the book is, i think the book yeah. is like five dollars how to spend five dollars a day in europe yeah. like Here's the it's thing, Adam. Nice I am gesture. actually more on your side. And I think the problem is it's the delivery of it, right? Like, I think this is a cute idea to be like, oh, but it's the backpack, but that's not all. That's just part one. Like, I do, I think he was missing the like enthusiasm behind it. I think he let too much time pass between her being like, the fuck did you get me a backpack for? Like, I think he needs to lead in with like, this is just part one. And then, but I think that like that know. initial reaction was already too harsh from Joey, right? Like if someone, okay, and maybe I need to be, like, be taking notes and learning lessons here, but if someone gets me something and my initial reaction is like, oh, like that's it? That's all that you got well, me? To be fair, Especially she when got they're... her a backpack. Like but, why like, does she need a backpack? Maybe she does need a backpack. I don't know. She's still in school. Sometimes I forget that these people are still in school. Like they're still in school going on and doing things. Like maybe she needs uh. a book bag for something. But then also to assume that there's nothing inside and to like, I don't know. Like to me, I'd be like, okay, what's in the backpack? What's like, what's you going should, on in there? That should be your thought for sure. And she didn't even consider that. Maybe she doesn't know what a backpack is. Do you think like that could she be She owns what it is? backpacks. I don't know. I don't think I've ever We've seen her. We've seen her. Yeah. I specifically remember her red backpack from the high school days. Hmm. I don't know what she does for her college, but she, uh, to be, give Joey an ounce of credit when she finds out like, cause he says like, oh, the girl who wanted to go to Paris like she gets elated and she immediately is like, I would love to travel with you to Europe. And like, she hugs him. Like she's very, very, very excited about this. Yeah. yeah. It got, we got there, but that initial reaction, I would have like jumped in the river there. She's it's, used it's... to Pacey giving her walls, you know? Okay. I would take a backpack over a wall every single goddamn day of the week. It was Are you the kidding meaning me? behind the wall. Jess, I want to say this so clearly for you <laughs> and for everyone who's listening fuck the wall okay <laughs> i do not care i do not care about your goddamn wall okay i just do not care it is nothing we haven't even talked about yeah. the wall no one has mentioned the wall in the show in like three seasons is it's not even that they never fucked against the wall there's no way pacey can fuck her up against that wall there's oh, no chance can. no he there's can. no chance no he has gut strength you don't think i think that strength. he can lift katie holmes and katie holmes has... weighs 70 pounds soaking wet i think yes, that that's like probably from the gut what is what is gut strength <laughs> like core like core strength. core strength oh those are so different okay all right um okay. it's the same area this is how you fix the gift yeah i like the gift i do i like the sentiment behind the gift the thing is is that the gift needs a bow number one Big on bows. Love is that bow. on the backpack or is that yeah. on the bow? It needs a bow. It needs a bow. You put the bow in the backpack. Then how is he going to carry it around? Yeah, without that, it'd be tough to carry that around. It. Yeah. Can you just listen? Because everything is better with a bow. And then after you have the bow mm -hmm. inside, it doesn't have just like a book that you get at the used book sale at the library. It also has like all the toiletries that you would need for the trip and it has like the ticket in it and it has like um like like a 
like a little like pastry treat from par- like from like a macaroon or whatever. Like yeah, I like this elevation in all the pockets. In all the pockets, it has like a yeah. water bottle. Like you need the gift is good, but then you need to elevate the gift. I think he was trying to mm-hmm. save money based on their conversation about how <sighs> Look, poor they we both can't are. But be poor bitches and go to Europe. You're going to have to spend a, a little day. money. Five dollars a day. Five dollars a day. Yes. Sarah, that's here's you- the problem, though. What's I, that? And I've already identified this problem as someone who is learning about some of these things as as we are getting forward and forward. Um, he buys her all those things, and then she opens the backpack and is like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you got me in." The twelve dollar bottle of Pantene shampoo. I needed the forty dollar bottle yeah, of whatever. I don't How, use this shampoo. Like, why would you get me this? This is such a terrible. You thing. You get the I empty travel them. bottles that you yeah. refill with the. But yeah, as someone who, for the last two gifts I've given, have used, it's striped wrapping paper, but it is striped red and green. Um, <laughs> so it's just Christmas wrapping paper. But You're it's, it's wrapping striped. gifts. In Christmas wrapping paper all year round? I just haven't had the time to go pick up birthday paper. So I've been repurposing. It's recycling. Okay. So the Wait. other day, <laughs> I actually gave away my wrapping paper collection, which I just choked up thinking about it. <laughs> it just, um, I have it a lot of wrapping paper, but up. all of it is somehow Christmas. And so because now you I keep give... buying Christmas wrapping paper instead of birthday wrapping but paper. Like, why am I going to then buy birthday when I already because, have Christmas? Because, Jessica, it's so different. It's literally just the Why? color. Why are you like this? I actually have said to my husband, because my birthday, as we all know, is next week. In fact, if you're listening to this podcast on the day it drops, my birthday is just a few short days away. So don't forget Make to wish, sure you wish her a happy birthday. On the 10th. Mm-hmm. Um, but Christmas paper. Yeah. I have told my husband, feel free to use the Christmas paper. <laughs> I don't care. Because it's all just, guess what I'm going to do? I'm immediately going to rip it. <laughs> okay simultaneously i want to just tell you just how dare you that's ridiculous of course no, you need yeah. multiple mm-hmm. kinds of wrapping paper for everything i've i've never even bought wrapping paper in my entire life like i i have no idea he's a bad guy sarah he's a bad guy he's i love the, bags. The minimal effort bad guy i love bags i oh my god this is I, a guy thing guys w- love bags bags are so amazing you just put it in the bag but they look like true shit like it looks terrible well then you're maybe not getting the right bags you need to get better bags. Can I bring my bag collection? Like, to... like gift bags? Yeah, I have like a lot of gift bags. This feels like a necessity, what, why, obviously. Hold on. I just, I'm just so, now I'm even more confused because if it were me, I'm baffled why the gift bags were not with the wrapping paper. Like, is that not we didn't, one? They didn't yeah, want, we didn't want to take it. They didn't want, the person that I gave my wrapping paper to, they didn't want to take the gift bag. I would have made that contingent on taking the wrapping papers. You also take the bags. Yeah. I have They're really good high quality wrapping paper they just wanted the wrapping paper they, is it recyclable like, your wrapping bad, paper bad. does it have the grids on the other side because i love the one with the grids. say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill so we're with David and we're with Jack and they're at the bar Hell's Kitchen and David graces Jack with the present, his presence. And Jack's like, thank you. Thank you so much for coming. Um, I really appreciate it. And David was a little late and Jack was like, no problem. I saw like a buddy of mine from sociology class and we just chatted. And then David's like, 
fuck you. Why are you flirting with some dude from sociology class? And Jack's like, excuse me, I just had a conversation. Uh, and David, like, you know, kind of like roids out at Jack for no reason. And it's really upsetting because Jack is just trying to live his life. And he looks like he's about to cry with his beer. Also, he's only 20 years old. How did he get beer? I mean, it's a, co- it's a college town, right? Like, you just, yeah. you, you just, you just go in or you have beer. a fake ID or go in yeah. or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, the, I really, I'm with Jack where it's like, you just came in here already with your mindset a specific way. And there's nothing I can say to, like, change your mind. Now, like, it feels like the show wants us to have say, like, there's some credence to what David is saying in terms of, jack going through the motions of being in a relationship again though my problem adam is like they barely have fucking shown us this relationship enough for us to even make a decision on like whether or not david is right yeah you have to do a lot of work to try and fill in those dots to like really justify the things that he's feeling that being said i'm gonna like put a little bit of this on jack in the sense that like if you knew that David was like coming to meet you and you like knew his feelings on like what the situation was and you were trying to be maybe a little bit extra careful, you probably shouldn't have been in a situation where you were talking with another guy as the guy who you were jealous of like t- talking okay, to another guy. But coming like, in. Seriously, I mean, it's like a, a little friend. bit. Like, it's just like a little bit. If you're living your life in fear of your, your significant other being that's so true. jealous. That's the on. other part of it though, Jess. Like that's the I other part no of it. Where, like, no, no, but like <laughs> that's where I'm like totally fine with them breaking up because like David was coming into yeah. this with like, like I'm so jealous of everyone and it's like it's it's really impossible to work past that and so like I'm yeah. not shedding any tears for this breakup because like they were not in a good spot together and like I you know I like I don't care about this I don't like feel anything for this breakup I, I really I have not liked Jack in kind of a while to be honest and I like that feels a little bad to say because like I really well, liked him Jack and Jen's before, but... friendship was like the best and then I feel like ever since they haven't really been friends it feels like Jack hasn't really been given a ton to yeah. do Right. I mean, the fifth season, he had a big storyline with the fraternity and everything revolving around that. And it seems like this season, it's kind of like we got our wish. He got a boyfriend, but then it it just, I don't know, I guess like, it fizzled out. You got to yeah. be careful what you wish for, I suppose. Yeah. So um, they kind of leave in bad terms. And once again, Jack is kind of just left there wondering, like, what happened? Like, why is, it, is there any credence to what jack is saying is or david is saying like like am i a person that like doesn't really want to be in a relationship i just wanted to figure out if i could be in a relationship so there's um, a lot of question marks swirling around in jack's head and david hags is him oh multiple oh. times <laughs> multiple times this episode that was hagsing off oh, have a great summer have a great oh, summer what Jack. a big fucking fuck you right to that, the face that, have is, a good a, summer. that is a fuck you hags <laughs> a plenty i i forget if that was the second or the first time he hagsed him it's just awful so brutal um so so then we have like a logistical meeting between joey and eddie and we're going to have some, like, you know, uh, some differing opinions on what to do about this Europe trip. And yeah. um, Eddie is like, let's just go and figure it out. And Joey is like, I feel like we should have a little bit of money. Like, you know, go with some, you know, some sort of something. Like, work partially through the summer and then save and then go and eddie is like you know not loving it yeah here's the thing 
they're both like if if this is the spectrum they're at either ends of it eddie wants to leave tomorrow with no real plan in mind joey is like let's work for a month or two and like save up i personally feel like there needs to be a middle ground between these two because i would never in my ever just it's not in my dna it's not in joey's dna as a tourist to be like let's fucking wing it you know i am so not she's a virgo whatever it's she's an earth sign and she's not winging it she needs an itinerary this bitch needs an itinerary so eddie's way is not going to work for her i understand eddie's like you know concern and being like i don't want to go live with your dad who's gonna like judge me the whole time we're there i want to spend as much time as possible in these three months together enjoying europe before we're separated and like that i understand where eddie is coming from but i feel like he's judging joey for wanting it her way while also wanting it his way like he's being a little bit hypocritical when he's like oh i see it's either your terms or nothing huh and it's like eddie you're doing the literal same thing and yeah i i well where i fall off of joey's side of things a little bit is she's like we're running away and it's like ma'am from what like, what are you actually running from? You're not running from anything. Are you running from, like, the reality that you'll be separated in a few months? Because by the sounds of it, Eddie just wants to, like, be together while you can. And I don't really see how that's a bad thing. And how you being together in Europe having a great time is different than you, like, you're still going to be together. Just one is in Boston and or one is in Cape Side and one is overseas having a grand old fucking time. So, I don't know. Adam, I feel like you're going to be pro-Eddie. My stance would just be, like, it doesn't hurt to take a week to do some form of planning. Like, you, why Why is? Why do you have to leave tomorrow? You know, you could still be together and plan a little bit more so that Joey feels a little more comfortable with this. Yeah, I mean, you're, so you're definitely very spot on that I am fully Team Eddie in this yeah. situation. But I think that, like, there's a couple points of interest here where Joey just frustrates me so much. And I think maybe mm -hmm. I'm, like, reading into this more than Joey is actually, like, feeling this way. But I really feel like Joey is, like, keeping him at arm's length because of the distance that they are going to have at the end of the summer. Okay. And I think that there is a part of this, at least, again, that I'm, like, I'm seeing is, like, okay, we can't, like, fully dive into the deep end together because, like, I'm already thinking about what's going to happen in three months when we are separated. Like, I'm that is already at the top of my mind. And so, like, I'm not even, I'm, like, not ready to put myself in the situation that's, like, fully in on it. Um, as for, like, the work of it all, like, whatever, find something that, like, makes sense for, for, you know, both of them and is, like, able to, you know, find something good, like, a good compromise, like, that's fine. But, like... I don't know. There's, I feel like there's really something to be said for just like, we are young in this position. Like, let's just go fucking do it. Like go forth and fuck, you know, <laughs> like, let's just go do go it. Like, we have, fucking Europe. Yeah. Fucking like, France. We, go do it. Like we have this thing, like we can both do this. Like why, why are the practicalities so much there? And I think like the thing for me that frustrates me above all else is like, and she even mentions this, she did it with Pacey. Like she already but, did this. No, 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 You wait a second, Jessica. <laughs> she, she already did this with Pacey and it was like the greatest summer of her life. And like, That's certainly true. there was more afterwards. And if you want to like read into it and get all in your head or whatever about like the results of what happened, fine. But like, she already did this with Pacey. I don't understand why she can't do it with Eddie. Because that's what's, that is what is in her brain when she's saying this is like, 
we, me and PC were running away and we had to come back and deal with the Dawson shit. And that was awful to have to deal with. But I, I and that's what I think Joey is thinking, yeah. but I don't think the two are the same because you're not, not running away, you're running away right with Eddie. You're not yeah, running yeah. away from Eddie. Right. So right, that's right. where I think the huge difference is. But Sarah, where do you kind of fall on the Joey Eddie spectrum here? So, I mean, there's no reality where you could be like, Sarah, tomorrow we're going to go to Europe and maybe like, and not have a plan and not have like, you know, money set aside to do such things. Like, there's no way you can get me on that plane unless it's like a full out plan trip. And then I'm like, okay, say less, let's go. But um, I'm just like not fully in the fact of like, let's drop everything and just go to Europe. However, it's because I'm a 34-year-old woman. Like, if I was 20, then yeah, that's the only time. Like, the your, mid, your early to mid-20s is the only time in your life before you have real responsibility. And to just, like, I'm thinking, like, house, like, you know, kids. To just, like, fucking do it. Like, if you're going to do it, then do it. And I... You know, I love the idea of Joey finally getting to Europe. I really, really, really hope she gets to Paris. Like, by, I think that it's probably going to happen in the last episode or something like that. I would love for her to get to Paris. And, yeah, like, I wish that she was able to just, like, go and just enjoy it. They teased it multiple times. She almost went last season. Didn't happen. I would just love her to just go. However... Like, of course, she's not going to drop everything and just go to Europe. And he needs to realize, like, who he's dating. And she needs to realize who she's dating. And they need to do something that's called compromising. That's how relationships work. You fucking compromise if there's a disagreement. Uh, they're not going to do yeah. it. I don't know. Yeah, and I, I just don't like how he, like, the whole time it feels like he's constantly coming at her. And she's like defending she's not saying like you're crazy you know but he's like oh you're some scared little girl blah 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 you know like i feel like he's very much judging her for wanting to at least be slightly practical she has no fucking money how are they gonna survive i mean five dollars <laughs> yeah, clearly $5 she did not read the book yeah, all she read the book but no i do think the they're, they're really i agree there is like a practical way that they can both like travel and do what they want to do in the three months and like maybe save up for a few weeks and then leave or even just take a week to plan it all. Because I feel like the more you're doing on a whim, the more expensive it is. Whereas if you have a little bit more time to prep, you probably could keep it a little cheaper. I don't think a week nor a month is going to make much of a difference, to be honest with you. I think at that... least they'll be able to plan something and make Joey feel a little bit more comfortable. Like I would never be like, let's go off to Europe without any kind of idea well, of what we're doing. Okay, but the problem is, and maybe this was like a poor read for me on the scene that we're literally talking about. Was this not the planning? Were they not like literally in the middle of doing planning? Right. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. They were talking about the places they wanted to go. I don't think they were saying like, okay, and then we're going to go here and then well, we're going to go planning. there. Well, okay. Well, I mean, to be fair, then that's, I mean, I think that Joey is the person that wants to plan out 
like every single day and have an itinerary. And Eddie's the kind of person that wants to just have like generalizations. Like we'll start off in France. We'll like see a couple of the sites, but just like wherever the wind blows, we'll go. And then like maybe we'll go to Prague. And then after that, like maybe we'll go to Berlin. Like I think that that's what he wants, like a generalization. And she wants day to day like at one o'clock on this day, we're going to go to the Louvre and then we're going to go to the Eiffel Tower yeah. that night and we're going to have dinner at this restaurant. Like they're just two different people in terms of plans. Yeah. And I really going back to like him feeling like he's attacking her a bit. I really don't like where she's like, who says we have to go tomorrow? And he goes, I do. And she's like, what? And he's like, oh, I guess you don't even want to go then. And that shit pissed me off so much because this isn't the first time he's done that. Where mm-hmm. he's been like, why aren't we having sex? Obviously, you're not attracted to me. The, I used to have an ex-boyfriend who did that kind of shit to me where I would like, just because I didn't say what he wanted, it was like, oh, suddenly you're jumping to like 10 other conclusions that there's mm-hmm. like no connective tissue between. And I just feel like it's really unfair. Joey was, you're going to tell me you see Joey's elated face when you give her that book of how excited she is to go. She like makes out with you on a dock as always. And you're like, oh, you don't even want to go. And I'm like, Come on, Eddie. You're being petty. He's being a petty bitch. Petty and Eddie. she's like, petty, petty Eddie. Oh, they have petty Eddie got to find another place to sleep tonight. They don't going to be time. my dorm. I know. They don't have time for a month of planning, though, because no, but uh, like they have three week. months. Yeah. I mean, a yeah. A week. Plenty. I think a week is reasonable. Yeah. But you're not going to be making money. But at least no, you no, can. No, no, no. You have a better idea of you what you're You can move doing. out of your dorm room. You can maybe see. Yeah. Um, to your family before you leave yeah your family bessie and baby alexander get him out from in the cold it's pretty hot i think he's overheating at this rate <laughs> too many jackets uh and baby alexander is just like sweating buckets over there <laughs> he's gonna have to go into the uh the creek because he's so hot and then yeah. and then what happens Oh Nothing my God. good. Poor no. baby Alexander. Oh, and we don't need another He's Abby also, incident. like seven years old at this point. So. Is he that old? <laughs> okay, so it's the sixth season. He was born. He was in the born first in what season. the first season. Yeah. So you would think that he's like six years old. He's not oh, a baby wow. no more. Wow, he doesn't even need jackets anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all children don't That's need jackets. He, no. That's when you're no Only six. babies need jackets. No jackets. Uh, so Pacey gets to work. He's super late because he is fucking. Uh, and he's like, wow, there's like no one in here. What the hell is the deal? And he finds out from Rich that, oh yeah, BT dubs, uh, Stepatech is shit and they didn't get approval from the FDA. And so Pacey immediately flips out because he's been pushing it on all his clients, obviously on Dawson on like himself, he's been using it. And Ronaldo is very much like, eh, you'll get screamed at a little bit, but it's not your fault. It's a professional thing. Everyone will get it. Don't worry about it. Which and- I think is a good like is it not like if pc didn't have his own money and his best friends or ex-best friends money in this like isn't that like a good read like for i think so i like i don't know yeah like i think that pc should be upset for his clients but like you know once ronaldo doesn't understand the entirety of the situation probably yeah like i understand why pc's upset for himself and he's upset for dawson but you know your clients are going to like act out. I got people yelling at me about pillowcases. Like clients act out when they act out. Yeah. I mean, I think that my problem is like, if this were a real firm that like actually cared about 
like their clients. Oh, they, they would, don't. But they yeah. would be losing clients left and right if all they did was like put all of their money into one stock that was so dependent on this one FDA ruling. Like they would lose those clients. It's not like you're going to get phone calls being like, oh, I'm so sorry we lost all your money, but thanks so much for staying a client of ours. Can we have more money? Like, no, they're just going to leave and go to a different like brokerage firm. Like they're not going to stay there with you once you just lost all your money for them. So like, I don't think it's very good advice to just be like, oh, it'll be fine. Just like get over it or whatever. Right. Like that's, you know, like I don't think that's how an actual yeah. firm would run. And it's and, also his, his yeah. boss. Like he should probably be more involved in like Pacey's decisions as well. Like, I don't know that I feel like it's bad on Ronaldo that it even got to this point in the first place. Right. Yeah. Like I feel like why were they pushing the stock? It just makes those. I, it I genuinely wish that this was like a inside trading like whatever like they it would be a to, better story that would be so much better in every single way instead it's just like wow look at how bad these people yeah. are at their job and then for pacey to not even call dawson and just like go through oh my god i this guy this freaking guy yeah yeah uh so he avoids dawson like yeah he, he he has to make a bunch of phone calls and he's like dawson's not first it, and barely last like he was yeah. dawson was last and the secretary was like hey are you ready for dawson leary and he's like mm, you know i'm good <laughs> i don't need to call him right now maybe later yeah uh then we go to joey who this is so stupid she goes to see hudson and uh he talks about like oh when we met like it was your birthday and sorry i missed it and who cares whatever she ends up getting an a minus on this test which brings her average to a c plus never ever 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 in my entire life would i be like hey you professor who gave me a c plus in your class please be my advisor never ever would i even take another class that professor had to offer yeah I would be like, you know, smearing like animal blood on their door to try and get them away. Like, I, like this would be horrifying. Like Pass over. Yeah, if someone I'm gave pass me over that advisor. Exactly. Yeah. If someone gave me a C plus in a class, I would be first of all, I'd be horrified. Like number one, that would have been devastating to me. But then also, like, I would never want to speak to the professor again. I would go online and, and do the rate by professor thing. That would be the it would be the worst rating ever for a C plus. I'd Man. be so upset. I loved those days. Those... Chili pepper for hot teachers. I love the chili pepper, but they. Re I think I told you all that they. Well, of course the they did. It's disgusting. The <laughs> hey, I liked the chili pepper to see who. What does that matter for? Like, what it class you're taking? It doesn't. Did you have really hot professors, Sarah? Like, should we talk about this? Who was the hottest professor that you had? I had a. I, I didn't have a hot professor, but I did have. Um, a crush on my oh this is like probably not great um on my high school i've talked about this before my high school english teacher when i was a senior i like was very enamored with and i um i like really wanted to make him like think i was funny like i was very focused on that but did he think you were funny no i because i wasn't funny oh <laughs> no of course not i i feel like i i get this vibe though because when i was in high school i was i always was so attracted to the people that were like the shyest like the people that were so quiet yeah and like 
so not like like mysterious kind of you know well, it's just because like, you wanted on? to be the big voice in the conversation well, that was yeah. the thing like to... and, and then like i have to imagine they hated me because mm-hmm. yeah. i was like so loud so like true to true to god like this is not an, a, a lie i i thought my husband did not like me when i first met him like when we met mm-hmm. as friends because i was like there's no way he likes me he's so quiet like he must find me the most annoying human being on the entire planet but he was just like mystified by everything that you said. Oh, he loved me instantly. Yeah, of course. Instantly. Inst- instantly. Instantly. Um, he did. <laughs> I believe you. You don't have to yell anyway. at me about it. I will. Anyway. Oh um, What's but- that poll doing? It feels like you got to be way ahead by now, especially if anyone's listening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. 20 well, votes. 20 I votes. did vote. I did go on and vote since yeah. we have been. Uh, oh, 20 really. votes. Uh, Jessica's at 65%. Oh, I've gone down in oh, percentage. you've gone down. Yeah, because um, the Sarah truthers came out. Ha-ha! <laughs> oh, no. So I, they remember yeah. the dropping of the phone forcefully. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, I know I'm a little spicy sometimes, but yeah, only The sometimes. Aries moon, bitch. The Aries moon. It, it doesn't Will come rise. out often, but when it does, it's a little scary. And Aries are way scarier than Leos. And this is this is fact. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just I have a double Leo go. Anyway. Um, yeah, so- this, I know. Only a Leo talks that much about being a Leo. Because they're the best. Anyway, Hudson... So, right, he's, like, apparently Joey's outlook on Catch-22 was very bleak and, like, so ham-fisted, so ham-fisted. We have, like, oh, go to this passage. And she reads it, and it says, uh, I'm not running away from my responsibilities. I'm running to them. There's nothing negative about running away to save my life. And this Joey, of course, has the eureka, aha, light bulb moment. Stupid. Very dumb. I've seen this book in person. Like you've, like you've, you've happened upon it. I guess so. Your your eyeballs have glanced upon those pages. I don't think that's yeah. the flex that you think it is. I'm just saying. I haven't I've read it, it, but I've, I've set seen my it. eyes on that book. <laughs> yeah, I might own this book. Truly, I don't know. I went through a phase where I was like, I need all of like the classics from literature. Yeah. No, I've been there. Yeah, uh, I have like a whole Edgar Allan Poe. It's fine. Um, I have all the Pretty Little Liars books, <laughs> and I think they're really good. Wow. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I've I never that... seen those, so I, my, I've never, you know, I've never we gotten guess what list. they're coming. Gonna see they're coming. <laughs> oh, we no. gotta bring all of the Pretty Little Liars books. Uh-huh. That's that's a round one, baby. Oh, no, Jess, oh, you no. can keep those for a while, right? No, nope, like, thanks. Have, you have I'm space? gonna take the plants and move on with my life. You have space for those books, I'm sure. Nope, There's probably only not. like three Pretty Little Liars books, right? There's like 25. There's 25. <laughs> There's a lot, yeah. Anyway, so Joey wants Hudson to be her advisor. Why? No one fucking knows. Uh, We're Pacey is like venting to HBUC about the fact that he lost all of his friend's money and he's been like sick to his stomach and she's trying to comfort him. And he's like, I don't know what to do. I got to fix this. And she wants to ask him a few questions. And he goes, yeah, sure. She goes on the record. So who the fuck knows? Maybe next episode. It all come out. I doubt it. I yeah. honestly I hope not. Like I really <laughs> hope that this doesn't go anywhere. I yeah. hope that it is a whole thing that comes uncovered. I think that the cops and the FBI are gonna swarm in. There you go. And it's gonna be a big deal, and there's gonna be helicopters. 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 <laughs> not the helicopters. Oh my god. <laughs> most like jersey new york (laughs) the helicopters they were coming (laughs) they they be swarming in 
yeah, the, the bada bing. What are we doing right now? What is happening? Look, this is all we have. Are you guys okay? This like, is all no. we have, Adam. All you yeah. have is the helicopters? The what helicopters! You, I mean, what... Oh my god. <laughs> there's nothing to this episode. It's fucking nothing. There's four episodes well, left. I do nothing. need to point out that HBUC has a long distance fiance and a boyfriend. <sighs> Look, sometimes that happens. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> anyway. This is such um, a mess. Oh, oh, God. God. The helicopters are coming. Uh, I need so, to get on one of those helicopters. Yeah, get on the whirly bird. Run away. Fly away. Oh, my Should God. Should we cut that out? Do we, and, like, I mean, do we, so do we care about, like, is this, does this, like, I don't know. Do we care oh. about HBUC? Yeah, like, does this, no. do, does this influence anyone's view on Pacey as, like, no. he's, no? no? Okay. I didn't think I so. Nope. He's still alive. Jen meets with Jack. They talk about his breakup. And like Jack is like, oh, but you and CJ, you're like meant to be. And we're all just gagging because that's incorrect. (laughs) Uh, And Jack says that he thinks that he was in a relationship just to prove to himself that uh that he's not gonna be a 35 year old guy living alone going out to the bar. And I love Jen being like, bro, you're 20. That was the right response. Yeah. Admittedly, I feel like uh, people have had this conversation with me before. But like, I've been freaking out and they're like, Adam, you're like 24 years old. Like, calm down. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, I feel like you've done that with me before, Jess. Like, that's. Yeah, happened. because I well, And the reason I did that is because I don't think I don't think there is like a rush at that. Age. I feel like there's so much time left. And I truly feel like uh, people change so much between like right when they graduate college and the next few years like I just feel like you go through a lot of changes as a human being you're like figuring out your way in the world and like part of me feels like and this is like silly because people stay with people for very long time no judgment whatever you do whatever (laughs) but like truly like if you from 22 to like 30 you change so much so like you got to find someone you can grow with yeah. Because if they're not going to grow, then it's like, what the fuck are we doing here? It's a waste of time. Yeah, preaching to the choir, Jessica Sterling. I'm okay. just saying that, like, I I never felt, I think I was like, okay, if I get to 30 and I'm not, like, with somebody, maybe then I'll, like, worry a little bit. But up until then, it's gravy, baby. You're just, like, living your life. Okay, but to be honest with you, most 20-something-year-olds don't think that way. You oh, are I'm getting, sure. You're I'm leaving this perspective. Well, number one, you... Because I'm almost a 32-year-old lady. No, it's different, Jess, because, like, you did have very stable relationships in your early 20s to mid-20s to even late 20s. So that's number one. So you don't have the perspective no, I had not the break, having though. somebody. Yeah, I did. I had, like, a, I was, like, a year and a half single, I think. You spent only a year and a half okay. single in your 20s? Okay, exactly. So that's what number is? one. I think so. That's number one. Number two... When you do not feel secure or like you're not in a relationship, you are panicking when you're in your 20s. Like you're in your 30s now. So you're looking back and you're saying you have plenty of well, that's time. What I'm, trying to, I'm trying to espouse my wisdom. I know, but a 20 something year old is never going to hear you and listen and understand because the panic sets in. I was 25 and thinking that I was going to be an old maid. So like, yeah, like that's like, <laughs> what did we look this up once? Aren't old maids in their 30s? 
we did and they are they're younger than 30 it's like an old maid or like a spinster is 28 years old it's not horrifying yeah i know it's there's another word for a woman in their 30s that's single like it's they're 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 past spinster oh my god baron just kidding the spunster the monster spunster monster um i do like what jen says here though as, yeah. as, as she's like talking to um she's like you know discussing like the idea of like you know we don't give up but like it doesn't really matter what age you are like that doesn't mean you stop like looking for someone to like be with and make you happy and stuff like that so i did like that especially after we had had a tough couple of episodes of advice from jen like i feel like this is actually like good stuff yeah. that she's saying so like i do appreciate that yeah jen has great advice I just okay so an update on grams is a, tw- uh, a spinster is a woman that's 23 to 26 oh my god that's horrifying past- up with this this is just how it is once you're past 26 you are called a thornback hey babe that, that's kind of a cool name though <laughs> like a thorn that that's like a dragon it's almost. like a dinosaur no stop it you're on, <laughs> oh, no. hold on. Now. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay hold on i don't know if this is accurate but that thornbacks are 26 to 29 29 to 35 is, is according to this a very um established and you know important report uh from at woke dicta on twitter dicta. Or, uh, can you spell dicta for me uh d-i-c-k no um d-i-c-t-a woke Mm. underscore dicta uh 29 to 35 is a venus is a venus uh, death trap 35 to 40 is lady of the blade 40 to 45 is fanged dowager why are all these just like weapons? what is happening um also can i just say the only thing happening in my mind right now is go forth and woke dick yeah go forth and get a woke dick is where i like that yeah um yeah i mean whatever i i'm also like i say all this stuff i was i'm not the norm i don't think for a lot of it so that's yeah because you have a perspective that is a little and i was a monogamous bitch like i really was Mm -hmm. in like all my i don't even know that the current i don't even know if will i don't even think he's been my longest relationship yet maybe almost it doesn't matter point is uh that that's the end of that scene and we're going back to numbers incorporated and pacey and ronaldo have a little bit of a tiff because pacey asks ronaldo can you give me a loan because i don't want to upset my bff because i've already disappointed him enough in my life and ronaldo is like bro use your own money and pacey's like fuck i only have 300 dollars, so i need money ronaldo refuses and I feel like this is a common thing, Sarah. We have seen this happen time and time and time again with Pacey, where as soon as someone calls him a failure and a loser, it's like something in him snaps and he's like, yeah. it's brought back to his childhood. It's PTSD yeah. from his dad and he punches Ronaldo. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, like, it's all, it's not great all around. I understand why Pacey acts um out in this moment obviously i think that you're absolutely right i think that this is a triggering thing for him everybody in his life has called him a loser and a failure and he's worked so hard to not be those things and prove to people that he's not those things that's it's it's kind of like you know his earliest um his earliest hurt his earliest heartbreak and it's something that always keeps get poked at and i really empathize and feel horrible that he is always 
like this is the bruise that's constantly being poked but yeah. um yeah like you know we should be lovers and not fighters and punching is not the answer and punching your boss is no matter how much of a dick ronaldo is you probably shouldn't punch your boss uh and you know especially when you have 300 to your name and not a backup plan uh so i feel as though this was not the move and I don't think that he has an, a, a job at Numbers Incorporated anymore. Yeah. It's just like so frustrating because whatever. I'm like very anti-Pacey. This is so clear. I've said this so many times. But like I really do respect and understand the idea of like reverting back to that childhood form and like acting out in those ways because like that happens to all of us all the time. The problem that I have is that like so often he gets so hurt about being called a loser and a failure and stuff like that. But he does literally nothing to put himself in a position to not fail. Like, it seems like he is actively trying to, like, fuck up in these situations. Like, he literally, he says it out loud of, like, no, Dawson, I shouldn't, like, take all your money and do all this stuff with it because that, like, could lead to bad things. But then he does it. Like, it's, mm -hmm. I, I don't even understand. Like, he, he like, can think about some of these things actively. Like, no, I, do, I shouldn't do this. I know I shouldn't do this because there are, like, these risks. I know that. But then he, like, still does it. He has, like, no self-control or self-restraint to not, like, yeah. have his own big fucking ego all over that boardroom being, like, I fucked the hottest woman. Like, I'm making so much money. It's your God-given right to make money. And he's, like, doing all these things. Like, I don't understand why he cannot like put himself in a better position to not fuck up all the time. Like he's not good at his job. He was like not good in those relationships. He was not good in so many of these situations that like, I just don't understand why time and time again, he continues to put himself in situations that is going to force him to revert to this where like, he's going to act out. I don't like blame him in the moment for having the reaction of like, I need to punch this fucking guy because he's in front of me. Just like, berating me and making me feel terrible like okay he acts out in that moment it's not what i would have done but like i get it like i understand those situations but like we should not have been leading up to this point all all the way like truly there are so yeah. many different steps before this where he should have gotten himself out and not put himself in a position to be asking for these things that like now that he's only left himself this one out and like his one out is his like shitty boss who he is like been hating and talking shit about the whole time and has been treating him terribly is to give him a bunch of money like of course he's not going to do that he shouldn't do that you shouldn't be asking your boss for a bunch of money like this this is a terrible idea like yeah. of course Ronaldo is not going to give him this and yet still like Pacey is like holding on to this hope that like that is going to be his out I just don't get it like Pacey should be smarter than this there were moments where we have seen him like should I do this should I do this I've been considering this but then he still does the stupid thing like of course he's going to be a failure and revert to that I just don't get it there has to be a layer of accountability for his actions right like uh it's 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 okay to fail but yeah like put yourself set yourself up in the best position possible to not and there's very clear like immature decisions that he's making um like what he did with dawson's money like you know not putting all everybody's money totally into step in tech uh, you know punching ronaldo he broke a lot of computers there was a lot of sparks so much sparks oh it was like a freaking episode think... of inspector gadget out there like, <laughs> <laughs> i think the interesting thing about pacey and where i feel like they've really done a bad job with him as a character is like he it used to feel like he knew what he wanted like he yeah. wanted to do the boat thing right 
And then they put him into the restaurant thing and it's like, okay, sure, I guess. And then it's suddenly stock market time. And like, I guess if I'm going to try, just try to give them some semblance of credit of like, this is maybe what they were thinking. Pacey is flailing. He's not in college. Like literally all the rest of his friends are. And I feel like because of that, he is putting so much pressure on himself to not find a job, but find a career. And he is. 20 years old. And I know like this is also back in the 90s. So it's a little bit different. Nowadays, I feel like there's a little less pressure in terms of like, you want to take a gap year, take a gap year. You don't want to go to college right away, save your money. You know, that's fine. Like when we were going to college, it was very much like a you need to go to college or else type of thing. Pacey is living in the world where like he's not in college. So he is putting so much pressure on himself to not only find a job, but find a career. And like he had the conversation earlier with HBUC about like, oh my God, you're so career obsessed. And it's like, it feels like he falls back on that when he doesn't have like a romantic partner in his life. Like he is very much, he's like me where it's like, you become a little bit like obsessive about stuff and like you go all in. And when he's not all in on Joey or all all in on a relationship, he really is like super, super career focused. And then when he fucks up because he's moving too fast, he needs to slow down and pace himself. He beats himself up. And then when he has Ronaldo in front of him saying all these things that he's been told his entire fucking life, even when he goes home to try to like have a good Christmas, he's accused of like insider trading from Dougie. Like he can't win. And I really feel like he truly is like, God, I can't do anything right. I'm always going to be a fuck up. So I might as well self-sabotage and punch Ronaldo in the face because I'm only ever going to be that fucking guy. So, like, again, if I'm trying to give the writers, like, any sort of semblance and credit, I can kind of see that as a storyline for Pacey. Doesn't mean it's fun to watch, you know? Like, you just feel Mm -hmm. bad for the guy, ultimately. Of course, Because he's fucking up left and right, and it feels like he doesn't really have the support that a lot of these other characters have, you know? So, it's, it's tough. Yeah, I, I think that this is also the time of the show where these puzzle pieces have to fall into place and we have to get him out of here. We have to, I mean, this is was never going to be like a sustainable career for Pacey. I think that he really likes being out on the sea best. I would love for Pacey to get back on the boat or yeah. do something boat or sea adjacent. Um, and I don't think like a career in cooking nor a career as a stockbroker is truly for him like i think that he needs like i don't know like he he's not the type of man to like be good with a boss like he has a little bit of authority complex probably because, because of, of his, his dad, dad. exactly yeah. so i don't I agree think that with that he, he needs I don't more th- creative freedom it, yeah or like he needs to be out in nature like i don't think that this is like the path for him so now that we're you know, going down to the end of Dawson's Creek, we need to get him out of here. We need to have some drama by, like, I don't know, like, you know, major drama, you know, no job, messing up Dawson's money, um, whatever, whatever. Like, it's like kind of like the the end of the era where we have to kind of just blow everything yeah. up before it gets put back together. So yeah, like I don't love it. Like I really, really, really feel so gross that Dawson and him, like, you know, I don't like that anybody loses money. That's why, um, I don't know. Like I, I, it just stresses me out a lot, but anyways, I think that, um, 
Pacey's going to figure it out. He's going to figure it out because he's scrappy and he always does. So mm-hmm. um, we're back at the dorm room. Audrey is reading the Europe book. Way to steal the present, Audrey. Wow. She's right. interested. Um, Yeah, but like obviously she got it from Joey's side. What's she going to do? Break it? It's a fucking book. <laughs> what, happens, what happens if she like. Light it on fire? I don't know. Maybe she might like bend it. But anyway, she. It's a used book. <sighs> what if she's one of those people that does like the little dog ear bookmark? Exactly. Oh, fuck her then. Devastating. Yeah. Joey's or the page. thing Joey's where a bookmark you, girl. you um, make a triangle from one end of the, do you know what? And then do the other yeah. end. And then why? it's like, do you know what I'm talking about? I and do, then, but why? Why do people do that? I mean, monsters. it's it's a little entertaining to do it. Who doesn't like to fold? It's like origami, but with books that you ruin. Uh, so what what's going on with Audrey? Like, did she did she figure out her her summer school stuff? Uh, so not particularly because yeah. she's like, you know what? Joey's like, the registrar curls is in 10 minutes. So maybe you should go. And she's like, oh, but all the glasses look so boring. Uh, but she ends up leaving anyway. Uh, she's like super excited that Joey decided to go to Europe. Um, she's like super jazzed about it for her. She goes, ciao, Bella. Uh, ciao, she Bella. So cute. Uh, and Joey is like super excited. She's slipping through the book. And then she notices a fucking envelope on, on her phone on the telephone mm-hmm. and i want to burn this fucking letter oh so i would i would head. i would eliza hamilton the fuck out of that letter don't you don't you do that don't you leave me a letter you know eddie that she has abandonment issues you know this this is so it. fucked it's Literally so two episodes ago. dr drew talked to him about yeah. it yeah let me let me read the letter in full because then we can dissect this motherfucker. <laughs> okay, dear Joey, as you know, dear I'm Joey, not how at... dare you? No, I'm just gonna. Okay. <laughs> uh, as you know, I'm not good at goodbyes. No, because you fucking Irish goodbye constantly. Yeah, you can't even say goodbye when you leave the bar. No. You just leave. How rude. But I guess that's what this is—a real one this time. Ah, uh, false. A real one is in person, you motherfucker. Yeah, don't be a fucking coward, you loser. Because as much as I thought I wanted us to be together, I guess what I want more is to be one of those people who lives every moment of his life without indecision and without regrets. I fucking hate. Okay, so you don't want to be an adult. You want to be a little baby bitch. Thank you. That's what you want to be. There's nothing worse than someone who's like, when you're like, oh, what's your biggest regret? And they're like, I don't have regrets. Fuck all the way off. Go off and fuck off. Then Jessica, what's your biggest regret? Um... I'm not going to say that about that. Oh, oh. wow. Uh, yeah, I, I have regrets. Everybody has regrets. If you are an adult human being, you have regrets. Do you think that I can guess your biggest regret? Uh, Yes, but I'd prefer you don't say it out no, loud. No, I won't. No, of course I won't. Mine's sad. Like mine's like related to like my like my uh, my dad's death. Like it's yeah. like, it's depressing. But that's the. I mean, most human beings have a regret or two you know like it's come on so he's just like i don't want to be one of those people uh someone who dares to disturb the universe without a thought to the consequences that's an asshole that right there sir is an asshole that's douche (laughs) that's the definition oh i don't think about my consequences of my actions what sir it's like i don't literally want to 
because I'm an asshole. Uh, and you're not one of those people, at least not yet. Oh, so we should strive to be an <laughs> asshole. Okay, great. Uh, maybe you'll prove me wrong about that one day. I hope you do. But who knows? Most people can't change. Maybe we're doomed to repeat the same mistakes over and over again, no matter how hard we try. Oh, you mean like just walking out on people? Because that sounds like a mistake someone's making over and over again. Uh, I always hope for a happy ending. How crazy is that? Take care of yourself. Ta I'm take sorry. Care take care. Take care of yourself. That is a hags right what is, there. What's worse, hags or take care of yourself? Oh, maybe take care of yourself. Take that implies she's not already. Yeah, I, I feel like if I got hit with a hags as a breakup, that would be tough. That would be really. <laughs> like if they, especially if they like abbreviate it and they just hit you with hags and then walk out. That would be really. Or like weird. stay yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, no. Stay well. Uh, that's the end of the letter. Adam, do you have any defense? No, like obviously letter? not. Obviously Thank not. You. Like of Thank course God. at this point there's like obviously no defense of Eddie at this point. Um I you know this this like would not have happened had they not like both blown up at each other earlier, yeah. right? Like obviously like there's a lot more, you know, pretext to this. Um, there's like maybe an interesting conversation about like what is the best way to break up with someone I think like obviously in person is the way that people are going to go but like as I said before I have been broken up with via letter and mm. it's how long not... were you dating? we were dating oh boy this is taking me back actually it was under a year like it wasn't like a crazy long time if it's over six months fuck her honestly it was if it's over three months fuck it her. was definitely over six months but it was less than a year a letter it was like is nine not... months okay. ten months that's I don't know, okay. but okay, but like what I want to say. Okay, yeah. so I got the letter, and I did I did burn it actually. I, oh, wait, I, like, yeah! where, 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 where was, really was the letter left? Oh yes, good. Question. Well, she gave me the letter. Is the wait, weird part? She <laughs> handed you the letter and then left. <laughs> yeah. No, what a bitch! Yeah. What a coward! <laughs> did what you a say, coward! Like, did you think it was a love letter? Did you know what it was? I th I like knew what it was because it would it was after I had gotten back from a vacation that like she was feeling really bad. It was a very complicated situation. Yeah, Not she really that complicated. Fucked around on you while you were on vacation. No, no, she thought that I did was the thing. It was a, anyway. It was a whole. This, this is a whole. I have words for this bitch. It's a whole. Is this the one that stole your laptop? No. Oh, also, God, she okay. didn't steal it. I just gave it to her. There's no one has ever stolen <laughs> any of my stuff. It. I just freely give away everything. I did um, steal a pen of yours. Yeah. But I told you. That might have been the first time that someone has ever stolen something of I'm mine. I'm a criminal. Usually I just give it away. I'm a um, criminal. Burning the letter felt really good, I Ooh. will say. Um, and, like, we did have a conversation about it, like, the next day when we saw each other because we were both, like, in school. Like, we were just, like, Oh, okay. I know. was like, why did you see each other? Um, I forgot people went to school. Yeah, sometimes people <laughs> go to school. Um, I don't know. Like, I had a chance to, like, process things on my own. I had kind of, like, knew it was not over, but, like, I knew that it was, like, really rough. And so, I don't know. I think that, like, depending on the situation, sometimes being broken up with in person, as someone who's, like, had to break up with other people in person, it, like, sucks. It like, should be hard, though. That's the thing. It should be hard. It shouldn't be easy for you to hurt someone, in my opinion. But Unless the, they're I, I an asshole. The, if they're the, an asshole, it's all, you know, whatever you gotta the do. The question is, like, does it potentially hurt less if it's not in person? Because I totally agree that, like, you shouldn't be actively trying to hurt people. I'm all in on that. But I think the thing that, like, is often not talked about in these situations is like sometimes it hurts less to not actively hear the words coming from this person out of their mouth together that like this is yeah. not you know what I mean? like i feel like sometimes not yeah, always but what if they have follow-up questions the, you know yeah. like what like, it, of course it depends on the person in the situation but i like i like don't gotta believe, give people the respect i agree but like sometimes the respect is like having a level of like removal 
I'm not saying it applies to everyone. I'm not even saying it applies to me. I'm just saying like, I don't think it's universally the quote unquote correct thing to do is to break up in person. Like, I don't think, I think it's universally 100% of the time correct. I think if it we're can going be like, most of the time, but. If we're going like worst to best, I feel like worst is like ghosting someone. Oh, Jess. Okay. Do you don't think worst is ghosting someone you're in a I relationship don't... with? Uh, I guess it depends on like the length. No, ghost. No, ghosting. If you're like not even dating someone is different. Ghosting. Okay. If you're like. We're talking multiple months. You oh yeah, if you're like someone. okay, yeah, okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. That is number. That's worst. I think second worst is Post It Gate from Sex in the City. I'm sorry, I can't. Don't hate me. What a fucking asshole! The amount I raged on Burger for that Post It. Yeah, that's Good. what the Post It said. Yeah, it's the worst. Um, that is also terrible. I feel like text message is worse than letter. I think because letter at least they took the time to handwrite it out. Maybe. What if it's a typed letter? It was just typed. Then I think I'd rather get a text because I can reply to the text. Okay. Uh, what if they then... type you out a letter and then send you a stamp with the letter so you could respond? No, that's terrible. Buy <laughs> a letter. Then maybe voicemail. Uh, what about then... voice memo? Oh. I mean, that's the same thing as a voicemail, I would say. Oh, I I would say not. I think it, I mean, it's same level. Uh, and then in person is like the preferred way to do it. I don't know. I've never broken up with someone not in person. Hmm. Okay. I, I mean, this know. was obviously terrible. Like I, I, this was obviously very, very bad from Eddie, but also like, would it have been a, a better situation for either of them had Eddie like talked to Joey and broke up with her in person? Yes. Like if we played out that scenario, like is Joey feeling better about it than she does because of the letter? Yeah, because she's not abandoned again. She is being abandoned because That's she's what I'm being, saying, if they she's being left either way. Yeah, she's right? being but left it, either but way. But yeah. I think it is so much worse to just be like, here's the letter. See you later. No, yeah. like, you versus... think it's so much worse. I agree with that for you. But I'm saying if we're looking at this for Joey, like not having to actually like see Eddie leave again, like is that, mm. I don't know. I think I she'd want to have the conversation, but Probably. I don't, I don't, you know, but yeah, it's, it's rough all around. Eddie fucking sucks for this. This was awful. And then we leave off the episode with PC about to go into Dawson's house. So he's about to break that news to him, which I guess we'll get next episode. I really hope he actually does it. My worry is that he like, doesn't even guard the door and like, oh, that would be rough. Like, I mean, we're getting down to the end of it though. So they've got to do something. Like you got it. You got to do it. Yeah. Um, are we ready to hear some, some lovely feedback from our lovely listeners? Let's do it. Uh, let's listen to a voicemail from the one, the only DBK. What up, though, ladies and Adam? All right, let's see. We have Jen and Jack back together for the first time in a long time, which was nice to see. Uh, we got Jack and David breaking up. I was kind of, like, confused by this because I feel like the show's trying to, like, say David is right in this situation. But, like, I, I, I don't know if he is, per se. It's just, like, kind of weird, like... Does Jack care about David? I feel like he does. Um, what else we got going on? We got the tragedy with Dawson's money going on at Numbers Incorporated. We got Pacey acting like a douchebag after sleeping with Reporter Chick and bragging to a room full of people. Also, why is Pacey sleeping with Reporter Chick? He only sleeps with women he loves, right, guys? Um, and then we got Joey gonna Joey. Like, why can't she go to Europe with Eddie? I mean, it's not like she worked at a bar all semester Facts. and had, had a babysitting job and did some work for pacey yep no she, you're right you're broke you don't have any money like let's just That's sabotage really this trip before it starts joey 
top-notch good stuff eddie you're not missing out on anything run away from this chick go to california <laughs> never ever ever look back joey's the worst you lucked out eddie you are so lucky hopefully pacey doesn't get this fate hopefully like dawson murders him because he lost all that money and then he can never be with joey and like dawson saves pacey's life really actually Anyways, till next week, ladies. Peace. <laughs> well done. Oh my God. Well done. DBK is the most violent. Yeah. <laughs> Every part of that was so great. Every single part of that I agreed with 100%. That was so great. Yeah, Joey's been working her ass off all year. Why can't you? Oh my yeah, God. she truly should have some money. It just makes no sense to me. Um. Uh. Let's listen to what Temi has to say. Maybe he'll. Maybe he'll sympathize with Joey a bit more. Hi, people. Joey's the best. She'll cut you down with a machete. Here's my stab at it based on S3E1 and S4E20. Are you done? Well, you can go directly to hell. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Well, Casey had a happier time in this episode. He says uh, that's what she said. He says it after Ronaldo says, nicely done. Usually people say that's what she said uh, when a qualifying statement is said by someone else. Let's say that's hard. But the event actually happened to Pacey when he responded, although probably not the exact line. So usually, like I said, uh, it's a totally imaginary circumstance. The person's trying to (laughs) get the the chance to say that's what she said, but it was in reference to something that happened to this. But of course it didn't really happen to him <laughs> as we are in fiction. I do recall Pacey throwing a fit when Joey said that the sex was only nice. So he has some growth. That's, That's what she what said. said. Yeah. <laughs> and then I have a friend from Ronaldo at the end, you know, stock market 101 is you have to diver- diversify. So yes, Tammy. I think uh, Ronaldo was just fine saying what he said. Um, just because someone should talk to you doesn't mean you have to fight. Um, Pacey has one more boxing match to go in the series, so oh, look forward to that. Uh, I love the computer sparks in that scene. You know, and I've waited eight creek weeks for next week's episode. Talk to you later. Bye. So apparently we- we're going to get one more Pacey fist fight, is what Tammy said. Just one more? So what do we think, Sarah? Who's he fighting? Dawson! Ooh, beach old school! Old school. The OG. Punching, <laughs> punching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, is- that was an, uh, like, just wild voicemail. That <laughs> I don't even, I didn't follow half of that, but. Eight, eight Creek Weeks he's waited for something. I love waiting. Um, do we know the origins of that's what she said? <laughs> uh, is it not from the office? That's what I thought. But that's I where it that. became popularized. I yeah, it definitely was like a thing before that. Yeah, but... it had to have been. It was probably like um, some kind of YouTube situation. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, we got a, a email from Joy. Uh, she says, uh, Joshua Jackson is a master at his craft. We get a quick five second scene that shows what Joey's latest rejection has done to Pacey. He's a broken man. You could tell he's thinking about Joey when he's fiddling with a fork, props, possibly a callback to castaways, but he's just devastated. His biggest fear came true. Their second chance was a mean trick. And now he thinks the door is closed forever and he'll never be with the love of his life again. 
And then he puts on a mask for the waitress and for uh, Sadia. Is that her name? I don't even know. We call her HP. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck her name is. Wait, what is it? How do you spell it? Sadia? S-A-D-I-A? Oh, Sadia. I, I don't know. Sadia? I think it's uh, Sadia. Sadia. Uh, she also says she thinks it's been a couple of weeks, maybe a month, since the end of the last episode. Um, because uh, Sadia mentions that Pacey wanted to wait a while to ask her out because he's so close off from her. Um and then uh, we've seen him struggle to retain his moral code the whole season, and he's had some hiccups, like the party he took Emma to, but ultimately he's been able to stay true to himself, but he has fully given up on that and wants to feel nothing. So we get a rich Rinaldi clone, and it makes Pacey more reckless than normal, and he messes up big, which was inevitable, really, especially since it's near the end of the season. So, of course, Pacey has to fall from grace again, yeah. but at least it snaps him out of it, because as much as Pacey would like to not care, he can't help it. It is who he is, and he was so happy to finally be in a good place with Dawson, and now this... I think he knew how Rinaldi was going to react when he asked for help, and he used that situation to burn that bridge permanently. Stockbroker Pacey is dead. Good. Um, uh, she said, yeah, so uh, for Jack, I think the show just wants Jack to be single by the finale because even though we haven't seen much of his relationship with David, none of what we've seen warns them breaking up, but whatever, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but then what's the point of him being single by the end of the series? Who knows? Uh uh joey apparently hates eddie this dude lacks substance and i hate him it's sweet that he wants to take joey on this trip though i understand why she wants to be practical about it and why a summer escape could be scary for her she did it once with pacey and she thought they would be together forever but life happened and joey's trying to grow past that her uh ending things with both dawson and pacey is supposed to show her moving on from those high school relationships and while eddie makes some good points he does the same thing Dawson did in the beginning of the season when Joey isn't acting according to how they want her to. They both called her a scared little girl. You know who called her out for being scared but didn't invalidate her feelings by calling her a little girl? Pacey. <laughs> Dawson asked her to come with him to LA. She refused. Eddie asked her to escape with him to Europe. She shows some hesitation and he ghosts her again, leaving only a letter like the piece of shit he is. Uh, Pacey never asked to come with, uh, never asked her to come with him on his sailing trip. He wouldn't put her in that position. Joey decided to make that decision all on her own. She did. I wonder if she's thinking about that choice when Hudson has her read the quote from the book, or maybe she's thinking about why Pacey left before graduation and getting closure on that. I'm sure she's thinking about her situation with Eddie too, but I hate him, so I'm ignoring that. <laughs> uh, I don't care about Hudson, but I can't believe Joey actually wants him to be her advisor. None of us can believe that. Uh, we got so little Jen and Audrey this episode, but they were a breath of fresh air. Uh, and then she also said, and finally, this has nothing to do with the show, but I wanted to say I'm sending Winston all the positive thoughts and vibes. Fur babies hold a special place in our hearts. And congrats to Sarah for your new relationship. Sounds like he makes you feel seen and loved and alive. Dare I say, oh God, Joy, why are you making me Okay, can this? we just stop down for one second before you say the next thing? Because I read the, the, the email and I just wanted to take a moment uh adam you do make me feel seen and loved thank you um oh, and, and now proceed jessica do you want me to respond Jess? should i can i if I, you want you do whatever you want yeah, you deserve to feel seen and loved and i'm very Aww. happy that you have that mm. keep going jess <laughs> dare i uh, dare i say it sounds like he's your pc <laughs> Ooh. i'm so much happier now uh, i'm happy for y'all till next time bye thank, thank you so you. much joy uh, especially for your kind words on winston um we're still waiting to hear more on all of that um but i appreciate it in the meantime while we wait because the waiting game is not a fun game to play but anybody sending out thoughts and vibes so appreciate you uh kimmy sent us in an email of course we love kimmy 
Uh, hi, ladies. And Adam. I added the end, Adam. She, I don't know. Oh, no. She said bye, ladies, and Adam. So she didn't know yeah. you were here. Yeah. Well, she just, anyway. Uh, first, thank you for your, <laughs> thank you for your vulnerable and honest podcast last week. It was beautiful. And I appreciate you both creating community. Congrats to you both on your next chapters and much love and support for all the hardships. Oh, I love you, Kimmy. That was very sweet. Thank you. Uh, next on to the episode, Jack's quote unquote boyfriend. I literally forgot his name can go kick rocks. He has a case to be mad last week, but he is doing too much this week. Like the man is 19 or 20 years old and just talking to another human being. Is he no longer allowed to even look at anyone else? Well, that's like, the thing. Like, where do you want Jack to be in a freaking bubble? Like there's just no winning. Yeah. Also, thank God Kimmy points this out. Cause I thought the same thing. Why are Jen and Jack talking about these fools, but not Graham's make it make sense mm. please hopefully grams is okay we don't know yeah they really like go sped past that uh, that was unfortunate uh she also says poor pacey i don't know what else to say uh number three i could write a whole dissertation uh on the other hand about eddie and joey now let me get this straight this 25 year old man without a job or a home who's been living in your dorm with you and following you around all your classes because he has no one else and refuses to work broke up with you this is the worst breakup since Burger and the Post-it. Oh. Yes, Kimmy. Uh, which is which one is worse? I think Eddie. He literally dragged Joey for filth and basically said, "You ain't shit. Maybe one day." Bye, <laughs> Josephine. Do not cry one tear for this motherfucker. And she picked this fool over Pacey. This episode should have been called "Good Riddance." Um, what's what is worse? You know what's funny? Before Jess, even before you said. The post-it thing i thought in i had the po- po- the post-it pulled up and that's how i was able because it's to, an iconic breakup it's such right an iconic like, breakup yeah. um is it is the post-it breakup worse the post-it's worse because it's just a, it says nothing like it basically so. says nothing i mean it says sorry right i don't even know what that is says, but like eddie yeah. did not say sorry yeah oh. i guess eddie's like well one day maybe you can be as evolved as i am i think that the like the douchery that eddie had left in that letter does more damage than i'm sorry i can't don't hate me Uh, yeah i just would be so i would be furious if someone had the audacity like i i I, I, just the size of a post-it it's like you know you're gonna say nothing on it you know like it's like a what's slap there, in the face what's there else to say an explanation like i would want an explanation i don't know i can't really speak to it but i i feel like i would want it was one. burger's own shortcomings as to why he couldn't make stuff with carrie work insecure baby uh it was all about the scrunchie um we also got uh one more piece of feedback from saskia thank you so much saskia for uh sending in feedback uh life got messy even over here for me i've been meaning to send my feedback every week but i never got around to it uh when i listened to your last episode i was really touched by you guys being so open with us the listeners you don't owe us any explanations but your updates and raw honesty uh really made me emotional and grateful uh i'm so sorry to hear about your dog jess sending all my well wishes and love to him and you of course uh, I've had some health worries recently about my dad. It's hard to go through, especially when the future is uncertain. Sending you all the love as well. That's really, really tough. I can't imagine what it's like to do it with a human being. Um, so I am not that, you know, dogs are family too, but like sending you all the love, especially when you're in these mm-hmm. uncertain times, that is absolutely no fun. Uh, Sarah, it can be so heartbreaking and freeing at the same time to break off a long relationship. I hope you feel more of the latter. And I'm so happy to hear about you and Adam, your previ- your previously best platonic male friend. Very exciting news. Can't wait to hear you two together soon. Well, you are right now. Uh, and now I'll add uh, a few comments about, oh, last week's episode. Great. 
Uh, when Eddie joked about not knowing what NTV was, I thought, oh no, he's Gen Z. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ha 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 ha. Uh, I thought it was bad writing how they recycled the same storyline of girlfriend doesn't want sex for valid reasons, but she changes her mind by the end with Joey and Eddie. When we adjusting it with Jen and CJ, that is so true. They really did recycle that storyline. Um, uh, this week's episode, uh, it was kind of fun to see Joey handling some male egos in the beginning. Of course, Eddie leaves without saying anything. It's what he does. So frustrating, but at least he's gone. Will Joey ever go to Paris though? Yeah. Sarah, so. what do you think? You think? Yeah, I think so. I think she's going to go to. I feel like maybe we end the, se- like end the series that way or something. Like she's, she's finally going to Paris. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It feels kind of sex in the city-ish. Yeah, it does. But also, when did Sex and the City... This could be, like, before Sex and the City's finale. Oh, oh that's true. Sex and the City was... Um, here, you keep going, and then... Okay. Um, uh, actually, never mind. It, got it ended in 2004. So if Joey winds up in Paris, then... Uh, Sex and the City, uh, City copied Dawson's Interesting. Street. That's wild. Uh, yeah. It was absolutely heartbreaking to see Pacey standing in front of Dawson's house with bad news again. I can't believe we're almost at the finale. I don't think I'm ready. Sending you lots of love from Europe, Saskia. Thank you so much, Saskia, for uh, sending that in. Again, sending you and your family so much love. Uh, yeah, we hope sincerely. Well. Sincerely. Um, Adam, do you have any, like, what do you, like, everyone's so supportive. How do you feel? I love it. I love that people are very supportive and happy for you. I love that people are sending in thoughts and vibes for Winston. Of course, we are also mm-hmm. sending thoughts and vibes for Winston. Um, we are. Yeah, love it all. And I, you know, certainly will double down on the idea that uh, you guys create such a great community here with all all of your listeners. I think that, like, as someone who has gone back and listened to every single one of your Dawson's Creek <laughs> podcasts and, you know, watched how many freaking seasons of this show in one weekend just to be, like, here on a podcast, I think that, like, the way that you all have grown and changed and shaped this community over the course of the past couple of years is really admirable. And I think that, you know, a lot of people are very appreciative of it. So shout out to you all as you are beginning to close out this adventure of Dawson's Creek and much more exciting things on the future. And I'm excited to be here and be a part of it. So shout out to both of you too. Oh, that's so nice. So nice. Such a great man. We have one more voicemail. Oh, from our friend Tom Palmer who <gasps> sent in a little voicemail for us. Oh, Bonjour, Miss Dennis, and baby doll. So, one question for Adam. Said cafe plaster de la disaster de Pacey. So, that sounds like it was French. Wait. All I understood was something about a question for Adam, something to do with a disaster involving Pacey. Did you get all that, Adam? It's a grand plaisir to voir un grand disaster de Pacey cet episode. C'est magnifique, vraiment. Je déteste Pacey avec tout mon cœur. I, yeah. Wow. I need Google Translate. Uh, yeah. He asked if it was great to see a great disaster of Pacey, and I was like, "Yes, it is one of my favorite things ever to see Pacey just <gasps> fall down in flames. It really warms <laughs> my heart. I just love it so much. Thank you for your a uh, 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 great question, Tom. Thank you so much for sending in a voicemail, Tom. Even if it was to troll everybody, uh, we love you and your support as well. 
Hope you're having fun at that wedding today. Oh, yeah. He's at a wedding. Hope it's a good oh, time. Oh, I texted him and he did not text me back, which means that he really he's is. Really having oh, he's getting fucked. He okay, is going I, forth, okay, and fucking. Let's go forth and fucking. <laughs> okay, what? Okay, I think I the likelihood that Tom. We needed embroidered on a sweatshirt. Truly, <laughs> truly. Tom is probably on his face drunk right now, like on the floor. <laughs> on like, his face? On his face. Yeah. Fucked like, in the face? He's, like, no, he's not. Down? I didn't see the. Like, yeah. Like, I'm saying that he's like fallen over wow. when he, you know, he's probably going hard at this party. That's hey. what she said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that's all the feedback we have. Of course, if you do want to send in feedback, uh, shit90spot at gmail.com. You could go to shit90spot and leave us a voicemail. If you want to scream into the void, if you're going through something tough, we don't have to even read it on a podcast. If you just want to scream into the void, also just email us, you know, yeah. camaraderie. Um, Sarah, do you want to know what the title of next week's episode is? Absolutely. I do. It is a reference. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Wow, a Wizard of Oz reference. I'm assuming also on that Elton John. Yeah. Oh, right. Goodbye, Goodbye. Yellow yeah. Brick Road. That's, that's true. I didn't even think of that, but um, I, I don't assume, know which it's referencing. I would assume that it's like uh, you know, everyone's like going back to the Cape. Like I think it would make sense that we go back to Cape Side for the end end of the show. So maybe we're saying goodbye to Boston and we're going back to Cape Side. And I would really love to see that. Mm-hmm. It is our kind of like our anti-penultimate episode. Mm. Because so episode that 21. Means, okay. Well, well, then we'll have 22. And mm-hmm. then 23 and 24, we are combining into one podcast just to give everyone a heads up. Uh, we are going to watch the two-part finale all in one. We're going to podcast about it because there's no fucking way we're pausing down between the, the final two. Um, and of course, next week we won't be alone. Our final guest of Dawson's Creek, if you can believe it, uh, the one and only Eric is going to be returning to the podcast. So that's super exciting. Can't wait to chat with him next week. Um, again, get your feedback in Shitnati's Pod on Twitter and Instagram. In a few short weeks, we are going to be starting up uh, Freaks and Geeks. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. Um, yeah, beyond that, Adam. Thank you for guesting today. So lovely to chat with you. What else do you have going on that you want to let the people know about? Yeah, such a pleasure to be here, as always. Would not have anyone else that I'd like to spend these hours with. So this is really amazing. Um, you can find me on Twitter, Panaman Adam One, as well as every single week over at One Indescribable Podcast, talking right now about Zoe's extraordinary playlist. We are almost done with the show. We just have a couple more episodes, uh, or just one more episode, and then the uh, the movie that's coming out. So go check that out. That is at One CXG Podcast on Twitter. We had the amazing Melissa Woodward on this past week, so go check that out. She's Love really it. great. Um, she was shouting covered. from the rooftops how hot Simon is, and I appreciate that. She was, that. yeah, but like the, yeah, okay, well. He's hot! You can't, it's like objectively true. I don't know about objectively. There are times this, there are times when he can be hot, but then there are also times when he, he does the foot so thing. Hot. Remember the foot thing? No, I hated the foot thing. I didn't I understand the foot the thing. Foot that thing. made no sense to me. Maybe you're just a big feet girly, Jess. I don't no, know. No, um, no, no. You just, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. Um, and then over on Poster Recaps, talking Doctor Who with uh, the aforementioned Melissa Woodward and Kevin Mahadeo. Um, we are almost in the Matt Smith era. Very exciting. We're just finishing up the David Tennant stuff. And then all the other stuff on Potion Recaps just finished up. So that's the only place you can find me over there. But uh, we'll, we'll see what's coming. We'll see what's coming down the pipeline. Sarah, what about you? What else you got going on? Um, 
not, not i mean like you know it's slowing down slowing down there's a lot of stuff going on in my personal life so that's totally fine but you and i are covering and just like that on post your recaps and you know it's joy it's been a fun season it, yeah it's been great it's been a really good season so talking about sex in the city um love that i love it so that's been going on i guess like the only thing else is that you can vote in our poll on shit 90s pod <laughs> what's the update sarah do you have an update for us what's yeah the, i what do the what's the stock yeah. market saying well adam is at 9.5 percent on the Ugh. index such NASDAQ, a whatever whatever i don't know Libras uh, can't hurt things I am at 23.8%, which means that you are 66.7% of people think you're the most violent out of the yeah, three of well, us. That's okay. Um, you can find me at Sarah Ferguson at X or whatever. I don't know. Fucking X. Uh, you can find me at the Just Sterling on X, uh, at the Just Sterling 12 on threads. Um, I am can be found on Pusher Recaps talking about, and just like that with Sarah, and also the after party with Ariel and Grace. Uh, the season has been pretty fun. I have to say, uh, so go check that out. And then possibly you're going to be hearing, oh, and also community uh, on community building. And then possibly I might be on something else starting soon, as long as uh, the strike gods are in our favor and the show doesn't get like pushed or something. Um, very soon I'll be on something else. So keep an eye out for that. I've also been doing a little bit of cozy gaming on Twitch lately because life is tough and sometimes you need a little bit of a cozy game. Uh, so I've been playing Wildflowers, which is a really fun and cute game. Uh, so go check me out on Twitch if that is something that you're interested in. Um, sending good vibes to everybody. We so appreciate everyone's kind words. And like, even if you're even thinking of us and not sending anything, very much appreciate it. It goes such a long way just to know that you have community surrounding you and like just giving you all the positive energy that they can. Um, so from the bottom of our hearts, thank you to everyone who sent in anything. Uh, and we're going to be back next week with the anti-penultimate episode of Dawson's Creek. I can't even believe it. We are almost there, people. Thank you all for listening. Have a good one, everybody. Goodbye. Just ask. 90 shows taught me. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.